haven't been listening to SportsCast with the sports guru? The best one. The best Tebow one. Tim is. Tebow can order from McDonald's That's after 10.30, bitches. The, that is the best one out of all of them is Tim Tebow can get <laughs> breakfast after 10.30 at McDonald's. Because I don't think Obama... Yeah, really. The president's like, sorry, Mr. President, it's 1032. Would you like a Big Mac? Sportscast with the Sports Guru. Wednesdays at 4 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Toad Hop. Toad Hop. Welcome. Welcome to the Squadcast. Squadcast on the Toad Hop Network. Here we go. Coming to you from the Toad Hop Network at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater in Los Angeles, California. It's the Squatcast with Brendan and Eric. On tonight's show, the Tweet of the Week, Micro Brouhaha with Carl Strauss and Fantasy Bromance. It's the mediocre podcast based on an underwhelming comedy series. And now, here's the squatters of Universal City Walk, Brendan Bradley, and Eric Scott Smith. Oh, thank you, Morgan Friedman. Oh, he's going to say it twice. (laughs) That's how excited he is about the show. Was that Morgan Freeman? That was Morgan. Well, we're at Universal Studios now, so we have access... To A-list celebrities. Morgan Freeman. That's how it is on the Toad Up Network. That guy can say anything and make it interesting. Even this show. Even this show. This show became infinitely more interesting (laughs) just by him being on the show. How did you do that, seriously? We're at Universal Studios. Your people just got a hold of his people. My people. He's walking around on the city walk, and I'm like, like, hey, Morgan, Morgan. No, no, no. It's Mr. Freeman. You got to respect him. I mean, come on. Come on. All right. No one will ever need to call me Mr. Bradley. That will <laughs> never be required. But Mr. Freeman is is how you have to. You ask. sent me that, and I was blown away. Yeah. Let's yeah. see where is it. Here it is. So I think uh, the Toad Hop Network at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater in Los Angeles, California. Oh, it's the Squatcast with Brendan. Wow, and it sounds oh, it's fantastic. Sexy it's coming out of his mouth. I know, I know. So I think I when think, we come out of his mouth, it sounds sexy. I, I I think everybody sounds sexier coming out of Mr. Freeman's mouth. Hmm. So uh, so yeah, so we'll have that for uh, you know for a little while. We can bank on that for rest on that laurel. Yeah, wow. Until, until I see another celebrity, that I, I feel can honored, convinced to uh, announce the Squadcast. Mr. Freeman, now a new cast member on the Squadcast. That's right. Well, well, the, thank you, Morgan. We should take a moment with Morgan Freeman from now. on. Oh yeah. Instead of a moment with Charlton Heston. Oh, but really? We should take a moment with our guest from now on. Oh, we should take a vote on that though. All right. So eight 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 five two zero four three seven four. Oh, we got us. the number back. Use an at Squawkcast. That's right. We now can go back to the old number eight 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 five two zero four three seven four. You have a big sign. I have a right big in old front. sign right in front of me that lets me know what number people can <laughs> call, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, so we're all set on that. Again, that's 888-520-4374. And I want to remind people that it is free to watch this show. That's right. So even if you're on your phone, mm-hmm. you can click over to the Watch Live, and it's free. Yeah. So see our sexy faces. Absolutely. And in, if you miss the show, even if you can't watch live, mm-hmm. on com, the beautiful new website that has all the shows, mm-hmm. Squadcast, you can click right on our little logo there. It's the little blue one with the sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can watch all of our shows archived right there on the Toad Up Network. I think they keep us pretty high on the page. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's see nice. if I go right now. Hopefully, it should be our show playing. Yeah? Right now. So we'll, like... Oh, this might this this yeah, might we'll, be kind of we'll weird. Mess it up? 
I don't know. Let's we'll have see. Our show so I'm on. on show. Yeah, it says squatcast.com wow. is now playing. Wow. And it says squatcast.com is now playing. Wow. All right. All right. That's kind of freaky. Yeah, that was weird. But for everyone else, that might be an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Maybe like half the people. All right. So we're on right now. Toadhopnetwork.com. That's right. You don't even have to go anywhere else. Just right there. Yeah. How you right. been, buddy? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Been good. Yeah. How are you? I've been good. It's a, it's a good week. We were nominated for an Audience Choice Award on I, the Indie, indie Intertubes, which is what Squatters won last year. Squatters won like 12 of these last we year. We won it. We won 12 different awards. We got like Best Comedy. I think you got Most Romantic Moment with uh, Christiane. Oh, yeah. Um, and there were a bunch of other nominations for Editing. Little Scotty Turner got right. uh, Best Editing. Mm-hmm. So there were, we won a bunch of nice awards. And now this year... The Squatcast is nominated. This show for an Audience Choice Award. What? I know. I, I did. So podcasts count. Podcasts count. Or I guess we're we are alive. A, we're alive. Web, video web streaming. Content. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Look at well, that. Thank you, Indiana Tubes. So, I feel. I feel like the bell at the ball. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get a new gown and everything. Oh boy. <laughs> so if you go to indieintertube.tv. Uh, on the right-hand column, they had a vote going, which I believe ended today for the first round. Oh, okay. What but is it again? It's Indie Intertube. So I-N-D-I-E-I-N-T-E-R-T-U-B-E okay. dot TV. Okay. Inter- wow, that's really... Okay. And uh, they had a little column... There's a lot of eyes in there. There's a lot of eyes. Okay. There's a lot of eyes in making web content. <laughs> there's a lot of me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no eyes in team, but in web content, there's a shit ton. Um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, we are nominated for this award, so please go there and vote. I don't know when the... Uh, they yeah, had nothing, a, nothing's available to vote now. Right, they had round one, but I think by tonight or tomorrow, they will have a whole thing there for, for you to vote for us. So hmm. please do that, because it would be awesome to win. Not very convenient for us right now. Well, we, we're not going to no. do it while we're on the show. Well, I was going to vote while I was on the show. Well, you weren't going to... Just going to click here, sit here and click oh, vote. You weren't going to participate anymore? No. You were like, I'm just going to nominate... I'd rather win something. <laughs> For the, do for the show that I'm not actually participating Isn't in. Isn't that also one of the mantras of the web community? Let's <laughs> win stuff, but not do stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Oh. So what else is new? How's the, the old... Uh, how's uh, Where's my sound effect? I'm trying to stall for time, because I want to know how... Jesus is. Oh, he's doing all right. He's, you know, we're we're parting ways, because he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Sea. Just like the... Yeah, <laughs> just... I feel like Moses right now. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a place for, you know, hundreds of Jews to sleep in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. That's my wife. That's 40 called, days uh, and 40 LA. nights. That's called Hollywood, California. Hollywood, California. Hundreds of Jews <laughs> uh, sleeping so, in the desert. So we're figuring that out. Uh, I'm probably going to take over the lease. Is You're what's going to happen. Take over? Yeah. You subletted. I subletted. You can't just. Hop from sure subletter to Big Daddy in the sure house. You can. The student, oh, oh, the student has become the master. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. How are you going to pay for that though? Well, I'm going to have to get a roommate. I'm now going to have to find a subletter. Oh, but it's really? just I don't want to move. I don't want to go through the whole hassle of having to, you know, find somebody and. Well, I'm going to make like, this move easy my furniture. for you. Oh, okay. Because last week you talked about how you and 
Jesus. We're, you know, gonna gonna break up, so to speak. <laughs> I'm breaking up with Jesus? Yeah. You, Jesus. Yeah? We're taking a little break. That's the, I, I'm being, uh, wait, what's it called? Excommunicated? <laughs> yeah. From my household? So I, based on that conversation, I found a list of possible roommates for what? you. What? Yeah. Well, that's a good friend. I know. I'm, I'm really looking that out for you, so buddy. That is so nice that you did that. I am such a wow. good friend. I think we should take a moment before I read this list and just recognize what a good friend I am. You want to have a little friendship just, moment right now? Yeah, oh, should we? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like this is the nicest thing you've done for I me know, in a while. I know. I'm very. I don't. I don't know what to play during our friendship. All right. Moment, well, though. how about we do this instead? Okay. How about um, let's do a tweet of the week. Okay. Just uh, as a little sub thing right here. This week's tweet of the week is from Jenny Beans. Unicorns are really just weaponized ponies. <laughs> and I bring this up because. Uh-huh. For the big game party, the Toad Hut big game party here at the Lovitz this weekend, yeah, I was texting back and forth with you about, hey man, you go and you know, yeah, and I was like, hey, I'll buy you a pint, and my phone auto-corrected the word pint to pony. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I don't you know said, how. All I got was a text from you, and in in my phone, you're uh, for those of uh, you who don't know, Brendan is listed as Brendan Girl. That's right. In my phone, because that was my nickname for him. He he was. A girl. It's a long story. Yes. But it says, Brendan Girl, cool, man. I'll buy you a pony. <laughs> and I got super excited that you were yeah. going to buy me a pony. Yeah. Well, and I saw that, and I'm like, there's maybe two people in the world who would call me on this. Be like, no, man, you said pony. And <laughs> yeah. so I immediately started saying, I was like, no, pint, pint. That's, that's <laughs> autocorrect for pint. And you're like, no, I, you said pony. You did. You said I a pony. want a pony. I'm Okay, here it is. Let's see. Um, I'm going to hold it up to the camera. No phone numbers are visible, okay. just so you know. Perfect. It says, uh, Brendan Girl. I'll, I'll probably stop by. And you said, cool, I'll buy you a pony. Oh, that was iPhone for pint. I said, I'd rather have a pony. You offered. <laughs> yep. And you said, son of a bitch. That's right. It was right there. That's how that so went So if down. you're watching on toadhopnetwork.com uh, right now, you can actually see the conversation that we this had. This is totally real. So, <laughs> so I thought it was funny that Jenny Bean said, uh, what's funny about this is I then offered... I couldn't find you a pony, but what if I just got you a back-ordered unicorn? Yeah, yeah. And here Jenny Bean says that unicorns are really just weaponized ponies. Mm-hmm. So it <laughs> should have been a friendly gesture that you should have accepted. Well, a pony is, is something that you probably shouldn't move in with. Also a no. unicorn. Don't move in with one of those. Nope. Dangerous to the furniture and whatnot. Absolutely. But this lady, she's offering you $900. $900. One bedroom. She's offering me $900. No, no, no. She, you don't oh, get $900. Okay. She's offering you it's a like, place. What do I have to do for $900? <laughs> for $900, she can sublet. <laughs> I mean, I've been offered a lot of money before, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but no, there's, there's no unicorns. Okay. There's no ponies, but there's cats. All right. Here's what she says. I will be away for the summer in Denmark attending the summer-long Danish cat convention. <laughs> You will be sharing the apartment with 16 well-manicured cats, and well-mannered cats, sorry, not right. manicured. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe... <laughs> they walk around with their prissy well, fingernails. Well, maybe for $900, <laughs> I'm expected to groom them. Yeah. <laughs> like, sit and there and file them, them, and I'll have to wear in Korean, but I could probably <laughs> make that happen. I don't like the shade of blue. Right. Uh, and uh, 16 well-mannered cats and two Roombas. Roombas are those uh, little mechanical uh, vacuums that sort of do it themselves. They're robotic, oh, yeah, and they yeah. run into the walls, and okay. they do it themselves. She's got two of those and cats? Yeah. I will ask that you refill the cat's automated food dispensers once a week and clean the Roomba filters every three days or so. Now, here she goes into a long list of describing each cat. Here's just a couple. Really? Uh, Lightning is slow and old. Lightning, too, is slow and young. 
Uh, Cappy is sneaky and grouchy. <laughs> Kyle is stylish. Leisha is engaged. And uh, Gleebrook is green-tinted. Why do I need to know about all her cats? I don't know, but she thinks that you care. All right. Gregor is a, is a, one of the Roombas. He's, he's robotic and kitchen-y. And then uh, Sandra is robotic in hallway. Is her name Snow White and is she describing <laughs> dwarves? Like, this is what I feel like right now. I know. She, this lady <laughs> loves her cats. But for 900 bucks a month, you can move in with, with uh, 16 well-mannered cats and two Roombas. I don't think that's for me. No. Do we have any phone calls? You keep looking down like we well, have phone we, calls. We do. We've got Justin who met me at a Super Bowl party. Uh-oh. What's going on, Justin? Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome, actually. I was just calling in because you asked me to call in. It was a pleasure meeting you two on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, thanks for coming out. It was a fun party. Well, yeah, of course. Definitely. I just wanted to show the support for the Toad Hop Network, for Squadcast, for everybody out there. You know, you guys are doing good stuff. Awesome. Aww, thanks, shucks. buddy. Now, now, have you been hearing about my roommate situation? Huh, you know what? Actually, I just got in my car right now, so I'm oh. actually illegally driving you know, with my cell phone, so I just heard what was on the phone oh, about yeah. the, uh, the Roombas and the cats. Okay, well, so would you take that deal, $900 to live with 16 cats and two Roombas? Wait, am I getting the $900? No, no, you have to oh, pay 900 that. See, that's what I'm saying. What's the problem no with that? No way, man. You could get a place You could get a place on your own for $900. Right, exactly. Hmm. And then I could just go, if I really needed 16 cats and two Roombas, I'm sure I yeah, could make that happen. Help. Yeah. All right, Justin, what about this guy? You want to stick around and hear about another possible roommate? Yeah, I'm down. All yeah. right. Uh, this guy, he sounds pretty normal. Well, he's breaking the law. This starts off really well. Okay. I have a bedroom, 12 by 14 foot, available starting uh, really soon. And for a male or female roommate, my previous roommate just moved out. This sounds normal, right? little about myself. I worked at the Department of Defense as a researcher, blah, blah, blah. I enjoy reading, hiking. Okay, here's the last paragraph, though. Right. One more thing underlined. Please read this so we don't waste each other's time. On our bathroom door is a checklist. I like to keep a record of my bowel movements, and I expect you to do the same. It's just a simple checklist with each day of the month simply place a check on the day you have a bowel movement. It's no big deal, and you needn't worry about replacing the list. I'll take care of everything. Hope to hear from you. What? Yeah. Justin, would you would you do that? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, sometimes I, you know, after I've been out drinking, you know, on a good night, been out drinking, I got to go shit like maybe four or five times a day. I'm not going to write all those down. I ain't got, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, oh, wow. Wait, well, I don't understand. He should open with that. <laughs> like, yeah, he, should, he has he tells about you three paragraphs about, before he tells about you any, himself. He should be like, before we even get into this, I want you to record your bowel movements. <laughs> Every time you shit, I need you to fill out a card, it's submit it to HR. They're going to do a whole panel. I'm, I've got an Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to measure this. I mean, what is he's really into this? Like, this I don't guy. get what he's trying to figure out. Well, I have I no you idea what the purpose is. Try it on the intern. See if, uh, see if it brings any information to you guys. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Oh, that's, that's nice. All right. We'll, yeah, put right. A, we'll put a bowel movement <laughs> we, checklist we should do on a, the bathroom. On the, and the, the toad hop. Yeah, let's do that from now on. And everyone can fill it out every time they uh, <laughs> do a bowel movement. Well, thanks for calling, Justin. Thanks for calling, Justin. Yeah, of course. You guys keep up the great work. All right, buddy. I have a lot Drive more safe. of these over the next couple of weeks while you're looking for a real roommate. I'll, okay. I'll be sure to, to well, give you a few suggestions. Well, thank you. I'm sure you're going to appreciate every one of them. Oh, I, every single one. Kevin from Alaska has got some advice for me with Living with Jesus. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, not a whole lot. I was thinking I'm really going to miss this entire segment. You need to go back on Craigslist and find a new roommate who happens to be named... 
G- oh, he Honor. was w- he was what? waiting for what? you, Eric. What? He was oh, waiting for geez. the stinger. Sorry. It's all right. Jesus. Well, well, Kevin, actually, we figured out Very how to confused. solve this uh, last week on the show. We're going to play the exact same music, and when it comes to say Jesus, we're just going to mute it and say whatever name I'm of the roommate I'm living with. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I did hear that, but it just doesn't have the same ring to you know, it. You know? right? Yeah, that's true. Let's, tr- let's say you li- moved in with Kevin. It would sound a little something like this. Kevin. 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 Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. I, th- I like Kevin. I think we could salvage it, Kevin. I think we could salvage it. You just got to move to Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Detailed. Oh, oh. Always the detail. That, that's kind of like that Craigslist ad. It's like this perfect roommate situation. Kevin's this <laughs> great guy. I'm like, yeah, this could work. And he's like, by the way, I live in Alaska <laughs> in an igloo. And you need to uh, defrost every... We're having, a heat- We're having a heat wave. It's like 30 above today. 30 above? How, yeah. Wow. How do you manage? I don't know. Well, it was about 50 below when Ian Bag was up here doing his comedy shows. He can tell you about that. Jesus. Wow. It's nice for now. Wow. But I am going to miss the, the jingle and, and everything. But, uh, you know, maybe uh, you'll just have to get a chorus together. Eric could probably handle that pretty well. That's yeah, I true. think I can do it. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll throw the old one on the website. People can download his ringtone for free and all that good stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, thanks, Kevin. Guys. All right. Talk to you later. Have a good one. I really do know somebody looking for a roommate. It's one of uh, Schmoo's friends, my girlfriend's friends oh. in Thousand Oaks. She's a girl. She's oh. looking to move. <laughs> What's wrong oh. with that? I don't want to. I didn't even with... get into anything. I, it doesn't matter. I don't want to live with a girl. You don't. You don't want to live with a girl. Why? No. <laughs> Why? You you live with a girl, and uh, all I hear about is the constant drama of toilet seat up and down and this and that. Can yeah. you imagine all of that drama without the sex? Well, I've had a female roommate before. And how'd that go? And all she talked about was how her claim to fame was that she regularly had sex with a very unfunny, unfamous comedian, who I won't name. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's gotten more popular in recent years. All right. But still, not something you'd brag about. Right, right. But that's but, all she could brag about. So right. she said, oh, he's he, he's texting me. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was always about him, and now she banged him. Okay. So it wasn't the greatest experience, right. but at the same time... It, it, it was it was no different than a guy bragging about all the chicks. Right, bang. right. I mean, I don't know that I'd enjoy that either. I just think personally, I don't know. I just I can't imagine all of the. You got to think about all the bathroom stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, just there's so much different ways that men and women use a space, and yeah. particularly the other thing to think about here, which I've got to take into consideration, is mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen when my lady comes over. And it's two women negotiating over space, and one of them's paying rent, and the other one doesn't live there. Ooh. And it's gonna, always going to be that ultimate, like, trump card BS, you know, dynasty crap. So, hmm. to me, it's just like, it's, it's so much simpler to live. The other thing I, about it, the other thing about it, and you're going to make fun of me because you're going to think I'm being conceited. Mm-hmm, but I'm the, sure. But the thing is, let's say I live with a dude. Yeah. And he's, and he's gay, and he gets into me. 
Well, you know, like well, not into me, into me. He's like he likes me. Whoa, this took he a develops, weird. No, let's say I live with a, a gay, gay dude. dude who's into me. No, who gets? Yeah. What if he develops? It's very a, specific. Well, How did you just pop out of your brain? No, that no way? but listen to me here. If I'm living with a dude and he mm. happens to be gay and he then develops like a crush on me or something, sure. There's nothing to do. Like I'm, I'm. I'm never. There's never going to be any. But what does that have there? to do with this girl? I'm saying. What if, if she falls in love with you? What if she falls in oh! love with me? See, oh! I knew you were going to give me hell. Oh! I knew you were going to give me hell. Oh. Sock. She might. I'm just worried. Here's the thing. I'm just Eric. worried about her. Here's the that's, thing. That's, I have a swimmer's <laughs> body. <laughs> I have a college degree. I don't know how she can resist <laughs> this. Honestly, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew this was a problem. There was no good way for me to say it. <laughs> I hate you. Oh man, no. It's here's a, here's you, what you I would, would be more worried about. Earth. I would be more worried about. I feel like when two women get in a space like that, uh-huh. they get possessive. Right. Even if you're not her man, she might just want to cause a little Dr- trouble. Oh yeah. But uh, like I said, I lived with a girl, and, and that was the biggest problem that I had. Is I had a girlfriend, and when my girlfriend would come over. She just liked to cause trouble. She all of a sudden would start sitting on my lap. Just and, because. Yeah. She never right. sat on my lap when I when my girlfriend wasn't there. Right. And then she's like, oh, I fell. <laughs> yeah. Tw- twirls her hair and walks away. Yeah. See, I just, that's just not even, I just don't even want to deal with that. I think it's fine. I have enough going on in my I life. I think a little jealousy is good in a relationship anyway. Uh, but I don't need that kind of, I don't need to live with jealousy. <laughs> all right. Well, somebody call up, answer the question, living with a well, opposite sex roommate. Yeah. I mean, well, you're living with a lady right now, but again, it's yeah. your girlfriend. That's different. Yeah, but it's not. No, it is. <sighs> I think it. I mean, call us up, 888-520-4374. Tweet us using at Squawkcast. We're on the Twitters. Um, let us know what you think. I mean, may- maybe people feel differently about this, uh, but I-, I just do not think, you know, I-, I think there's a reason in college dorms that they separate the dudes from the, from the ladies. And I do think that should extend. Well, in cases uh, I think like sh- yours, where where everyone just happens to fall in love with the person, yes, well, keep them separate. They I, get their own room because they're such a package. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. Oh, oh God. I <laughs> know. Uh, I live with my girlfriend, and uh, yes, we do run into to issues right. as far as men and women go. She likes the toilet seat down, and right. sometimes I keep it up. Mm-hmm. So. The biggest problem but, I mean, is what about what about like right now like if I want to if if I'm in the shower and I forget my towel and I need to run back to my room. Well, I never forget my towel because I don't like running around naked. Well, that and you keep all your laundry laying around. In yeah, the, you're just in the bathroom. Clean up with my grab an old towel. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, what if you're stuck there and you're like, shit, my t-? now you're trapped in the bathroom because there's a girl mm. there instead of because I'm a gentleman. You would just you would just get out of the shower. You would crack the door and say. Hey, penis coming through, penis coming through. Yeah, that's not awkward. <laughs> and then you you would shimmy into your room. I w- wow. Can yeah. you can you do that dance again? Yeah. Penis coming through, penis coming through. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm taking you back to the gay cowboy club. <laughs> You I'm just, just saying. Just get on the can, dance floor. Pain is coming through. You can <laughs> warn the girl. You can warn the girl right. that not to look at your Johnson. I do right. that in my house. <laughs> oh, really? See, don't look at my junk. You're like, stop looking at it. Yeah, no, I'm not big on walking around naked. I'm not I'm not a nudist. I'm not sitting here like just walking around. No, I'm just but, saying in the event. Yeah, nobody sees me naked. All right. That's how Nobody that sees you naked. Nobody sees me naked. Nobody. No. Not even Schmoo. Don't like being doesn't naked. Doesn't see you naked. No, doesn't see me naked. So you just unbutton your pants a little bit? 
I'm not going to tell you how to hang out. There's the. It's a whole thing. We need straps oh, from the ceiling. Wow. And we need a, a third guy holding me up. It's weird. Wow. It's we, got, we got Jennifer on the line. Maybe she's got some uh, advice about all this. How you doing, Jennifer? Uh, hi, you guys. This is Slayer Mom. Okay. Oh, hey. How you doing? First of all, you guys have it twisted because you're talking about males. Now, I lived in a situation with women which where I got out of prison and you go to rehab and you're in a place with 50 women who just got out of prison. Right. You know how many of those women are gay? Most. Can you take a wild guess how many of these women are gay? And I'm not talking gay, just manly gay. Like, you smell like a man, you walk like a man, right. you talk like a man. Right. Walk like, like a man, talk like a man, walk like a man, my son. <laughs> Anyways, so in a situation like that, I'm, women have always have a tendency to be gay, no matter what anyone says. Okay. It's always in our system. Okay. So, Men, it's not in your system. If you want to suck in a cock, is not in your DNA if you are a straight man. Oh, okay. So you know this, right? Because you're both supposedly straight. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, know, I know you guys, so I believe you're both straight. So, but for women, it's different. Okay. So living in a situation like that, you know how many women were kicked out of the program for having sexual relationships with other women? Women who never even went there started to go there so it just depends on your situation well yeah i would i will agree with you that society is more open to women being affectionate with one another right if you and i if i brushed hair out of your face and said you look so pretty today <laughs> just on a random day right. people would think we were a couple right but if girls do that to each other it's fine right if i come up to you and i and i start scratching your back uh-huh then that's a little gay. People think we're a couple, but if girls can scratch each other's backs, they can cuddle with each other, mm. they can they hold They can get hands. a reach around in public, basically. Oh. Yeah, they really can. They can. <laughs> so, Jennifer, so Jennifer, I have to ask then, so if you were in a situation looking for a roommate, would you prefer having another woman, or would you want a man? I will never live with a, whim, a woman, regardless, because I'm a dominant bitch. Oh. oh. Regardless. I've lived with women. I've allowed women to stay with me to help them, you know, get on right, their feet. Right, right. And um, it doesn't work for me. All right. To be honest. All right. I, for me, my house is my house. Right. So, I couldn't do it, and I don't want to eat pussy regardless. So, you know, I just I don't it, understand. It be like that for Slayer me. Slayer mom, I don't understand. What is your? You, so you say don't live with women because they all want to have sex with each yeah, other. I've lived with women because I had to live with women. I've been in prison with women. I've been been in rehab with women. Right. I prefer not to live with women. Right. So what about men and women living together though? I believe I could live with a man in a heartbeat. Okay, so you're no supporting without my sex, point. Without sex. Okay, no you're problem. supporting my point that he could have a female roommate and it never be a problem. Oh, yeah. Because no she's so busy having lesbian sex. Right. Because yeah, she just no got problem. out of rehab. No problem. All right. For All right. me, I would rather live with a man. I would not room... If I had to get a roommate, I would mm. not live with a woman. All right. Well, thanks. I would live with a man. Thanks a bunch, Slayer Mom, for calling up. Love you guys. Love you, too. Bye. 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 Slayer Mom. Uh, she was the one who was deep throating uh, carrots at oh, our yeah. live event, yeah. which was I, pretty fantastic. Didn't, didn't she say her son was thrown in jail or she something? Did. She did. She called us. She up didn't that. know whether to bail him out again. Yeah, or she... that was one of our first shows. Yeah, she called up. That was for the very first F my life. Oh yeah, and she took home the crown that day. Yeah, she. We did. all felt ridiculous about our our lives that day. I love her. She's great. She's all. She's a. She's a firecracker. Yeah, we'll just say that. Baby, Never. So, all right, so she supports your theory. Yeah, I think you so, can do well, it. Well, okay, so uh, is this friend that you're wanting to recommend as my roommate, is she a lesbian? Um, 
she gets cuddly with my girl once in a while. What, does she? Does she? What? What was the term? Reach around your girl? No reach arounds. <laughs> okay. No. no. Well, I mean, um, if she's a lesbian, I guess maybe maybe that's something I have to consider. So you would have a lesbian roommate? Yeah, I think so. I think I'd have a lesbian roommate. But you wouldn't have a straight female roommate? No. Now, does it affect the decision if she's disgustingly ugly? No. If she's got one eye right in the middle of her forehead no. and her breasts are on her back? No. No, that makes no difference. No difference. Oh, come on. What? Breasts are on her back, dude. Are you, are you saying this because you just want to live with someone who, <laughs> who has breasts? You just want me to have a roommate yeah. that has one eye and breast on her back just so you can come over and be like, holy shit. Because then you could just look at her rack all day and yeah. she'd never know. Yeah, that's, could, what, that's what you want I out of this arrangement. walk behind her and hold my hands out straight and yeah. she would never see it. Who's doing that? <laughs> Who's grabbing my breast? Like that. Yep. Never find out. I would marry that girl. You would marry that girl? In fact, I would send her pro flowers. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Send her some pro flowers. Well, if that girl existed, yeah. one eye in the middle of her head and breast on her back, she would get this amazing deal. When you go to, what is it? Uh, this, I'm really good at this, huh? Proflowers.com. Type in the code word toad hop. There's a microphone in the upper right hand corner. Type in Toad Hop. You'll get 100 blooms of love from Pro Flowers for $19.99, a free glass vase. That is half off. You can upgrade the 100 blooms of love and get chocolates, a teddy bear, and a spa kit for uh, $39.98. That's less than 20 bucks more. Nice. It's a pretty great deal. Yeah, it's 50% off for flowers. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yep. And the best thing is they guarantee delivery on Valentine's Day, so oh, your girlfriend's not disappointed, or the girl with breast on her back and one eye in the middle of her she, forehead. You don't want to make her disappointed. It guarantees your flowers will stay fresh for at least one full week, so her one eye in the middle of her head can watch it for a full week. Excellent. And uh, it's next week, so schedule it today. Yeah. This offer expires Friday at midnight, so don't wait. Ooh. Here's the only way to get this amazing Valentine's Day deal. Call 800-PRO-FLOWERS and mention Toad Hop or go to proflowers.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Type in Toad Hop. It's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone. Toad Hop. Uh, expires Friday at midnight. All so right. do that for the Cyclops uh, back-breasted woman in your life. <laughs> or the woman that you love. Because that's what I'm going to do this Valentine's Day for my girl. I'm going to get her some of the uh, Pro Flowers and Sherry's Berries. Ooh, see, I'm all about the Sherry's Berries. I know, they're yeah, so good. Yeah, they're so good. We'll talk about those later. Uh, we got something delicious coming up on the show next. Yeah. We have Kevin from Carl Strauss. Is he here? He's here. He's going to take us through mm -hmm. all uh, uh, several of their amazing craft brews. Can we reveal that we just had dinner there? We did. We, we went over there. We had a, a delightful meal of hot wings mm -hmm. and uh, started it good with a, a pint each and then... Uh, Came back, uh, came back over here. Now Kevin's going to come over and hook it up. So we're we're about to through. get some, we're to drink. We're about to drink. Do a little micro brew, ha ha. Oh, damn it! <sighs> You're so unprepared today. I got to tell you. Micro brew, ha ha. So that all and more is coming up after this break. Who are we going to listen to on the break? Let's take a listen to the new Frey song. Here on the Squadcast on the Toad Up Network. Stick around. There's a sentence on my father, on my sister, and on my brother. There's a terror in the corner that'll make your blood run cold. Then it goes back in my bloodline, and we try to walk away. But I want you as my love. 
Squadcast on the Toad Hop Network. Oh, that album's so good. It's a pretty good album. It's ridiculous. He's back with a fury. Mm-hmm. And in the house, we have Kevin from Carl Strauss oh. right across the Universal City Walk. Hello, everybody. Welcome Glad to, to the here. show. Yeah. That's a hell of a growler right there. I like how rugged that looks. Uh, don't it's tell cool. anybody. It's actually illegal from our location, but I thought I'd bring oh, it out over here just, sn- just for you too. Snuck it over. Well, yeah. thanks. All Feels the other like locations. prohibition all over again. Exactly. <laughs> it's got <laughs> a lid on it. What's the problem? It's uh, no no open style containers out in the walk. Oh. You know, you don't want people running around going. You know, let's go to It's Sugar and then hit up the park. That's you know? a, that sounds like a good thing for business. <laughs> it would be very. <laughs> oh good. my God! Let's go to the movies and oh. And, yeah, let's and fly. Then, uh, let's learn how to do those flying lessons. Exa- oh, my God. I fly after a few. Uh, you guys should totally package that together. You should have some guy just sit at the bar, get free drinks. You know, you guys just do a little sponsorship deal. We get 10% of any, any I flies you sell. You guys are going to be my agents for that. I like it. All right, like perfect. <laughs> Excellent. So tell us a little bit about uh, Carl Strauss. You guys are from San Diego, right? The brewery's from San Diego. From San Diego, we were the first uh, craft brewery open there in 50 years in 1989. Nice. Uh, a nice small little brewery on Columbia Street. We were originally called the Old Con- Columbia Brewing Company. And uh, 
the one of the founders, Chris Kramer, Matt Ratner, uh, Chris Kramer's cousin was uh, Uncle Carl. Is Chris Born- Kramer any relation to Frank Kramer, no. president of the network? That'd <laughs> uh, be an interesting genealogy study. Oh, right. that would be that would explain a lot with our boss Absolutely. if he were related to a guy who invented the uh, a, a brewery. microbrew. Yeah, uh, we'll say yes. We, we'll say yes. That. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's say yes. Let's take that. So uh, <laughs> Uncle Carl was uh, born in a brewery and then uh, worked for, around the States for like 50 years being a beer consultant, uh, wrote this thick, thick manual on uh, advising people on how to brew some damn good beers. Wow. And then uh, it occurred to Chris and they wanted to open this brewery. Let's talk to Uncle Carl. And he was such a charismatic, fun individual. If you see old pictures of him, he's always happy and jolly. So they just like, this guy's got to be our brand. So he... It, pr- it didn't take long to change the company over to Carl Strauss. Wow. And uh, this past year has been a real exciting year for us. We Our brewery just hit expansion of 40,000 barrels brewed. Got a whole new fermentation oh, tank. Oh, wow. Uh, we just got a new keg machine. We're doing about one and a half times the kegging that we could in the past. And uh, we this month, celebrating our 23rd anniversary, and I brought for you guys right here in a responsible 10.5-ounce glass. It's 12.2%. Oh, oh no! Twelve point two percent. And what, what, what this, is this? What is this called? This is our strong ale, twenty three anniversary strong ale. Wow! Um, an in, old style English ale would be aged for a year. So what they did, uh, we had this annual ceremony called the changing of the barrels. And last February was the first time we did this. We took a beer actually the year before, put it in bourbon barrels. Yeah, it, it smells a little bourbony. Yeah. So last year what we I did don't was have a sense of smell. I don't like this. Give it. Oh no! It smells so good. I'm still, <sighs> I gotta join the club. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the year before, we did it with a vanilla bean oatmeal stout. In order to meet demand, they blended that barrel aged beer with about sixty percent of the same recipe of beer, but not aged. Oh, just so like year, watering it down. Uh, not necessarily watering it down. It still had a lot of good flavor profiles, right. but just helping to meet the demand. Just diluting it or whatever, sort of speak. And um, but this year it's all this pure. year it's Ooh, unblended oh. straight. So it's. That so is rich. You can, you can only get it in the restaurants or specialty beer markets in the 22-ounce bottles. Okay. Really? Cheers, Cheers, guys. Cheers everybody. Cheers. Now, you guys are here at the Universal City Walk, right across from the Toadop Network at the John Lovitz Theater. Exactly. Do you have other locations around Los Angeles that people can check out Carl Strauss? The closest brewery restaurant location is Costa Mesa, which okay. is a beautiful location. It used to be a fine dining steakhouse. You took it over, and it oh. is gorgeous. It's located in a mall, oh. so you can go um, you know, catch a flick or after a great beer dinner go back for some more beer there this how do you is, like it this is so good you know what this reminds me of and this is going to totally throw me under the bus but um back in new york we used to our, the bars that we would frequent would always bars in new york do buybacks where the bartender will buy you a, a drink every sure. third round or whatever sure. but then the buyback usually accompanies a shot and so we always had a shot of jameson with that third pint and this tastes like after you've taken that shot and you're taking that first sip mm. of beer after you've taken a shot of whiskey, nice. Ooh, it's got that rich blend. I love it. All right, I'm, we're a, happy fa- to I'm a fan. Excellent. So, uh, um, how you feeling over there, Eric? It is it is stronger than I'm used to. <laughs> we we went over to the restaurant. We we had uh, some hot wings, and I told I told Kevin that I liked uh, the wheat beer. Right. And this is far from a wheat beer. <laughs> right. This is about as far as you can get away from a wheat beer. But I, it's actually got a good kick. Yeah. And it makes me sort of. It makes me feel like I'm drinking. Well, yeah, it's definitely, it's, and it feels like more of a, a, a kind of a sit back, sipping beer. Like, I feel like we should be like in an old, like, mm-hmm. prohibition wood yeah, wall. You know, smoking speakeasy. jackets. Yeah, smoking mm-hmm. jackets. That's, that's what it kind of feels like. It's like, right. a, it's, it's, it's real nice, especially for like winter seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you yeah. want to like cozy up like, on a cold rainy so day. So my woman said the other day, well, it doesn't matter because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then we drink this. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So, so we got those uh, souvenir glasses for sale right now for our 23th anniversary as well. So you oh, get the yeah, beer in the restaurant for $7 or $3 extra, you get that glass. They say 23rd anniversary right there on the glass. We actually had a couple in about five days ago. They've been going to a restaurant for 15 years. Uh, this location will open for 12 years. So they went to some of the other locations in San Diego, and they had to get that glassware just for their anniversary. So it was a nice little, Aww, nice little extra. That's nice. Yeah. So you guys come out with an anniversary beer every year? Yes. So wow. the next year, they so they just so they had this ceremony last Thursday, uh, and for the next year, they already put in bourbon barrels a Flanders style sour red ale. Ooh. Uh, now I, it's a very particular Ooh. taste. Yeah. Have you sour, had it? Sours get real particular, but they're delicious. So mm-hmm. now that beer aged in bourbon barrels for a year. So that should really refine those flavors. That like sour kind of uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's like a sour cherry type of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should really be mellowed out after about a year. Wow. So well, it, we will see you next year, Kevin. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, do you want to? While we're doing this, by the way, uh, sure. on the twitters we have Proto writing in that he can't call in right now, but tell Kevin. Their beer is delicious, and he's got some waiting for him in the fridge when he gets back from work. Nice. Oh, wow. Proto. So, love it. So cheers. That's Proto for it. Proto goes with us every week. And just so you know, Kevin, we're the guys. We don't claim to be experts on beer. We just like beer. Right. So we'll, we'll tell you how it is. We would be completely honest with you if we didn't like this. And this this does have a zip that takes a little getting used to. I'll be honest with you. It, yeah, but perfect. it is so good. After that first one, yeah. it, it, it surprised the hell out of me at the <laughs> beginning. And now I'm I'm hooked. But I I feel like I'm drinking. I feel like I need to call again. <laughs> Did I pour you too much? Because I got two Ooh, other oh, varietals here. There's no such here. thing as too no. much. Oh, I'll, I'll pour you a we'll, little bit of what we got Yeah, here. yeah. Let's see what else. What, let's try another one, and we'll get in some uh, some drunk news. Oh, is that what we're going to do? We got some exciting drunk news. Extra, extra, read all about it, because this is, this is the drunk news with Brandon and Eric. Mm-hmm. This is the segment of the show, Kevin, where we talk about all the dumbasses who do stupid things when they drink. Perfect. All over the world. But all the fun things. We rarely get into the whole, like, and then they died. Like, we try to really I keep sometimes it all about. take it down the down. Yeah, dark Eric path. likes to make it dark, but uh, I like the, the usual fun things. Um, well, the one on my list that I, I, I just have to get right into mm-hmm. is um, Daniel Radcliffe admits to being drunk while filming Harry Potter. What? Awesome. Yes. Now, I knew. I did read a story once where, where he admitted that he had to quit drinking because he had become such an alcoholic. Yeah. But I didn't know it was during the filming of a ch- kids movie. Yeah. I mean this was he he's he had there were periods during filming that he was drinking nightly. And not just like, oh, let's have a little let's have a drink or a little nightcap mm-hmm. after no, like drinking. Wow. So, and he, he his quote is, I can honestly say I never drank at work on Harry Potter. Well, I guess that's hmm. something. I went into work still drunk, but I never drank <laughs> at Work. I can point to many scenes where I'm just gone, dead behind the eyes, the 22-year-old actor says. Oh, wow. Yeah. The love scene with Hermione? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wouldn't take... You need liquid courage, that yeah, yeah. one fox. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's incredible because, again, it is one of the greatest kid franchises of our generation. And, you know, I don't know why we're surprised. I mean, most British actors are known for having a little, uh, a little nip. Yeah, before of the scene, they can just function that way. So it's probably just the method over there. It's probably part of you know, yeah. any it's acting just part coach of craft services. Was, yeah, just bring, yeah, they just bring out the <laughs> the whiskey. Yeah, the caterers just have. Have, have you liquor. ever have you ever been drunk during a scene before? 
when I was acting? Yeah. Oh no, maybe love drunk. I've been love drunk. Right, right. right. But you've never drunk drank on set or for a, a show or during a scene. <sighs> I was just curious. You know, yes, yes. Okay. There is a scene in the film Garden Party, which is a truly awful piece of shit. <laughs> um, if you go watch that movie, it's got a 12 on Rotten Tomatoes, Kevin, out of 100. <laughs> it's got a 12, sometimes 11, never a 13. Wow. And uh, you go watch that film. There's a scene where I crack a beer. If someone asks me an awkward question. I crack a beer and I, and I down it. Wow. And uh, in that scene, that was real. They couldn't afford to put fake beer in the can right. and then reseal it. So it's just a real 12-pack, that, and I had to do that scene three times, so I was feeling pretty good after. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't drink back then at all. So three beers downed like, oh, so you have that, that was in, a good in day. reel? Oh, no, that's not on my reel. No. I, that didn't actually, make it. nothing from that film is on my reel. <laughs> Uh, I did a movie called The Redwoods, mm-hmm. which, which is a wonderful piece of right. Which which I looked it up uh, on on uh, Rotten Tomatoes when you knew the score of yours. Yeah. Mine hasn't even been scored yet. Oh wow, <laughs> that's how bad that movie uh, probably is for most audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like you it. found it. That's a good thing. Well, yeah, I it's, like it's listed. it. No, I think it's I, there, it's a, it's a sweet little movie. Um, I it, to me it's a little slow movie and it could have used a little kick started. He the plays editing. a very sensitive gay boy. I do. <laughs> That's what I do with a child. Yeah, um, he's a gay daddy. But in that movie, the and not in the way of daddy, 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 right. like an actual daddy. But the actor that that I played opposite, he and I became really, really good friends while filming, and we got to the scene where it was supposed to be our one love scene in the whole thing, and by that point, we literally couldn't get through it without laughing. We were just like, this is this is absurd. Like, I would not kiss you. This is so dumb. Um, <laughs> and so literally, we couldn't control ourselves, but we were fortunately filming on the red, which had just come out, and it was crashing all the time, because there were all these problems when that camera first came mm-hmm. out. And so... For those of you do, who don't know, it's a very expensive digital, digital camera. camera. Right. Yeah. And so... It's nerd talk. What's great is they, they gave us a little break, and we just went in we just went in the kitchen and we opened up the fridge and there were beers and we just got hammered Perfect. hammered for that scene so then we were we were set then you're lighting candles then we, exactly <laughs> then it was fine you know we were doing chinese takeout and renting <laughs> movies from blockbusters it was oh we were great um uh, i don't know oh and this just in garden party has a 10 oh a 10 now yeah good yeah um, some of the reviews uh, a low rent answer uh, this is not me um a slow ride to nowhere their lives eventually intersect, but in more or less arbitrary ways. This kind of sounds like taglines for the Squatcast, mm-hmm. really, when you think about it. <laughs> it's, it I mean, it's, it, watch it and then call in and make fun of me. 888-520-4374. So, Kevin, tell us uh, if you've got uh, – what else do you have here? All right. And if anybody who is listening or watching has had any of these beers or any Carl Strauss, mm-hmm. call us up, 888-520-4374, or tweet us using at Squawkcast, and let us know just your candid, honest opinion of the brew. Kevin, what's your most popular Carl Strauss beer? You know, it's a good question because we noticed a difference between San Diego and mm-hmm. L.A. Orange County area. Oh. In San Diego, a staple of our county transit is the red trolley. Mm. People take it everywhere. It now goes all the way out and past San Diego State down to the border. Wow. So that's very convenient for those younger college kids that mm-hmm. want to go down to Tijuana. Uh, so we have had that signature Irish red ale, the red trolley red, uh, for, man, I don't know how long that's been one of our brews. But recently it's been winning more medals than any of our other beers and, and bringing home the gold. So nice. And for those listening, that was the micro brouhaha for our live show. 
I heard about that. Down in Long Beach. So if you attended the event, you have actually had Carl Strauss's, one of their more popular brews. So call us up and let us know what you thought of the red trolley. That is a staple. People love it. And then in the L.A., uh, Orange County area, it's all about the hops. People love the Tower 10 up mm-hmm. here, or Tower 10 IPA. Tower really? 10. So uh, what I brought out right now, we have a Coastal Reserve series. Right now we have four beers in that profile. We have our Boardwalk Black Rye. Oh, yeah. Show that. that yeah, get that label on camera yeah. there. That's so who designs your labels? Do you guys know? Uh, we have a great – it's all in-house. So we have a great marketing department. They love uh, keeping it real with the Coastal Style Series. So yeah. they get the – that pier right there I think is the Oceanside Pier, North County, San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then there, there's another beer mm-hmm. I have here we'll be drinking a little bit, the Whistler Imperial Pilsner, a nice full-bodied Pilsner with uh, Moravian malts. Nice. All these beers have a little extra kick. This is 7.5%. The Boardwalk Black Rye is 8%, as you know already, by the way you're feeling right now, the 12.2%. <laughs> and then there's two other uh, Coastal Reserve beers. We have our Big Barrel Double IPA, okay. uh, which they're looking at some other recipes that can switch around with that. And uh, what's the other one I'm forgetting? I have it in my notes here. The Belgian Black Ball IPA. Mm, so Black it's Ball. a Belgian IPA. has a, a little extra like spice to it. So um, all those, again, having to do with like the Southern California surf culture. The Big Barrel Double IPA, obviously Big Barrel, and then we have this Whistler um, series. It's named after this uh, buoy that warns uh, ships when coming into San Diego Harbor. And then the Black Ball, if I'm familiar, it's, it determines where people can surf and where they can't surf. So oh, keeping nice. it real with that stuff. So this is the Boardwalk Black Rye. If you like a rye IPA. Yeah, this is really dry. If you like a rye oh, IPA. Oh, I love this. Really? Yeah, I actually. Oh, this is not my mojo. Again, not, not my yeah. thing. But I actually really like it. Yeah. I still got too much left of the strong ale to hit that right now. But mm-hmm. uh, if you basically like a rye IPA, but it has a little too much bite for you, mm-hmm. it says some nice roasted malts mixed in there. So it kind of mellows out a little bit. It does. It takes the edge off. Yeah. A little bit of edge off of that. And when we get to the Whistler Imperial Pilsner, you'll see that it's got that crisp clean finish of a lager of a Pilsner, but definitely a lot more kick, a lot more body to it. So mm-hmm. it was a great experiment down there. You guys have a lot of flavor packed in these things. Yes, we don't go we don't go easy on the flavor. You, yeah. can, you can still get our woody gold, our our basically bohemian style pilsner, and you're still gonna enjoy the nice bready malts from that. Even our endless summer light. Um, it's it's uh, actually two years ago. I think Craft Brew Magazine rated that as a number one light beer, beating out some other top craft breweries. Right, I, right. I respect them all, so right. I'll just say we beat out a lot of other good ones. All right. But uh, that even still has a lot of great flavor to wow. it without sacrificing you know, too much to get the calories down. So something for everybody out there. Nice. Here's a review of the movie Redwoods. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy and touching. Becomes predictable and a little trite at the end, but its climax is undeniably moving. Wow. Yep. See, they like your movie better than my movie. Uh, you know what Tommy likes? Mm. Tommy is on Twitter, and he says, Rod Trolley, Red Trolley is effing delicious. And is in my fridge right now. Looking forward to it after this intense P90 workout. You're a good man, Tom. So you can put that on the label, right? right. Effing delicious. delicious. Can't wait to have it after P90X. We'll get our marketing after that. (laughs) Our uh, unofficial cast member, Gay Eager Anthony, says Red Trolley was delicious. He had it at our our event in, uh, where was that? Long Beach? Was that where it was? Was that where it was? It, uh, Huntington, Huntington Beach. Beach. That's ah, where it was. Right. We had an event and we had the old red trolley. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who love the red trolley, we also have the off the rails where you take the red trolley and hop it up a bit. Ooh. And so it's got a little extra kick. You still got that nice 
uh, Irish red ale to it, but then hopped up a little extra. So mm. you'll find that in 22-ounce bottles as well in some specialty markets out there. Nice. So. Eric, do you have some drug news to dive into here? Um, Sure. I have a, a quote that I'm going to read to you, right. you gentlemen. Here's the quote. We always got drunk together. Okay, that's your quote. Right. Not hard to remember. Okay. We always, we got, always drunk got drunk together. together. I want you to tell me who said that. Okay. Uh, a, a frat guy talking about his frat brother. Uh, B, two co-workers. C, two old drinking buddies. D, a mother and her 11-year-old son. E, a brother and his mentally ill 24-year-old sister. <laughs> we always got drunk together. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I think obviously drink old two old drinking buddies would say that. Um, mm-hmm. but just to throw it in there, sure. I, I think what, what was the last one with a brother? Oh, that was a brother mentally, and his mentally ill twenty four year old sister. I think maybe, may just just to be playful, uh-huh. I think maybe it was some twenty some guy who was slipping his mentally disabled sisters some some brew. Kevin, what do you think? I think that was uh, my mom when I was 11. Oh, oh you are correct, yeah. sir. <laughs> Good choice. We always got drunk together, said this woman. <laughs> a mother who allowed her 11-year-old son to get drunk in the street told horrified onlookers, we always get drunk together. <laughs> Police were so concerned about the welfare of the boy who they found staggering around in a residential street that an ambulance was called to take him to the hospital. Wow. Now, here's what, what, uh, what uh, onlookers said. The boy was staggering around all over the place and was almost unable to stand up on his own accord. He was waving his arms in the air and fell onto the floor at one stage. I saw the lad with a large, clear bottle of what appeared to be a bright green alcoholic substance, possibly a flavored vodka shot. I saw him having an argument with his mother as she wanted the bottle of alcohol but refused to give it to her and continued drinking. They were arguing over liquor. And he he fell down in the street and they had to call the police. Wow. So you drank with you with drank your mom. with your mom, Kevin? She's a hardcore Irish Catholic. All right. Wow. <laughs> she had about four a, drinks a year. Do you have a big family? I'm the youngest of five. Wow. Yeah, That's sister, a good Irish family. My sister has six kids. She's doing the job for me. I, I'm the, yeah, the, yeah. I'm the, I'm wow. Nice. Got and, that. and is she giving them? <laughs> is she getting them drunk? <laughs> no, she gives them coffee at a young age, though. Really? Yeah. Keeps keeps things moving. All right. Good for new beginnings. That's really? interesting. Yeah. I've never heard wow. that. Wow. Yeah, I didn't really drink with my parents. Oh no. Even still it even still when I'm home for the holidays, it's still awkward. Like I can do wine at dinner, but it's still awkward to like have a drink uh-huh. with my folks. Yeah. Like grab a pint or, you know, to have like a mixed drink or anything like that. Or a, Well, you know. I love beer. In my daily life I probably have when I come home, I'll have a beer. Right. Like, you know, like a gentleman does. He has a beer and, and, and snaps at his woman and says, make me a steak, bitch. Like that. And Just that's like what that. happens when sure. I come home. Just like that. Yeah. And then she punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I left that part out. It just sounds super manly. But I have a beer maybe four nights a week when I come home. But it's weird when I go to my parents' house because they keep the place stocked for guests. But I feel weird going straight for the Beer, right, and so I don't. Just do it. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> like I gotta just be myself one day, right? Kevin, when when is the first time you drank with your mother? Uh, in truth, my mom uh, actually wanted. She went for. She tried to get a dry wedding. She's actually that hardcore about watching the drinking around people. Uh, but I remember uh, we spent. This sounds kind of odd, but I spent a weekend at a timeshare in Mexico with my mom once. But we have a timeshare, and I, lived, I went yeah. to school at San Diego State. So we're like, let's go have a relaxing weekend. And it was pretty funny because we were at uh, Papa's and Beer having an early dinner, and then the college kids start swarming in, 
and around comes the guy with the tequila popper thing. You ever uh-huh. see him with mm-hmm. the whistle yeah, and everything? Yeah, yeah. Of course. And he comes by our table. He's blowing his whistle. He's going crazy. He looks at us, me and my mom, and he kind of stops like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had the craziest card game night ever, man. We were You played so cards much. with yeah, your mom? Yeah, we played cards later on that night. Snookered. It, it, was, it was crazy. We, wow. It was the best drunken uh, night. Eric, ever. when's the first time you drank with your parents? The first time. Like that you really remember. Like 20, 21st birthday, 21st I believe birthday. I had a beer with my dad all right. at a steakhouse. I think that's, like, that's all. I've never been drunk with my parents. Okay. Ever. Okay. Not a chance in hell. Do they I, live around here? I, no, they're in Tennessee. Okay. We yeah. got, my dad, he had a, I went to visit him recently, and uh, he had a big party, and uh, we got a little tipsy. Oh, yeah? We, we probably had, you know, six beers. You had a little heart-to-heart? We were all just having right, a good exactly. time. Yeah. We'll just say that. Right. But no, I've never really been drunk okay. with my folks. But my dad's blind, and he's got a bunch of blind uh, friends. So it was just a bunch of people running into stuff, <laughs> and it was a blast. <laughs> it was so great. You're yeah. moving furniture around for them and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, pin the tail on the donkey. That's I'm going to win. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I mean, I had several meals with my folks in college hungover oh. like the morning after drinking. Sure. Um, trying to pretend that I wasn't, which I'm sure they knew the entire time, um, as if I was so clever. Um, but I, the right. first time that I remember my parents drunk was probably like two or three years ago. And my mom, I literally, because like, my mom is just so proper and poised at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder where that comes from. Um, but she literally was drinking wine, and you just saw it. Suddenly, like, have an effect, like, literally, like that third glass just washed over her. Now, was it a happy, a happy yeah. drunk? She became so just concerned that I just, all these wonderful people that she'd met, I just wasn't great friends with them anymore. Like, Aww. I wasn't hanging out. Like, whatever happened to Gary? And, like, <laughs> like she, just, she was really touched Brendan, by... just so you know, we would love you no matter what. No matter what you told us about yourself and your friend no. Gary. No, but more like she was... We would she love was you. So, it was just adorable to see, like, these people that clearly I had thought nothing of. They were roommates in college or just someone I did, like, a show with in Connecticut... And she had like you, you know your parents always have that f- those friends growing up that are like, you know they're really like hot on certain friends and uh-huh. they really are down on other friends. Sure. And it's just interesting to see which people your parents really identify with and are like, you know, hmm. really those are the people they want you to be friends with. Like I just met your folks. Yeah. This year. Uh huh. That was fun. Which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I was so nervous. It was so weird. But after knowing you for so long to meet your parents, I thought I had to be on, like, my best behavior. And, like, I was like, oh, You God. were. You were, like, at a business I meeting. I know, because I didn't know what to do. It was so, Hello, it felt, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It, it felt so my awkward. My name is Brendan Bradley. <laughs> it felt so awkward. Here's my resume. Well, okay. But I want to see what it's like when you meet my parents. I'll be like, yay, no. yo, I think, farts. I think you'll be just as <laughs> Get <hungry>. over here. <laughs> I'm going to check your mom's oil. Boop. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right, so you're never meeting my parents. No, I'm not going. I'll just tap her on the butt a couple of times. Get uh, over here, tits. Kevin, what else do you have for <laughs> us to drink? Yeah, you're not drinking with my mom. All right. <laughs> We're going to go out to the Whistler Imperial Pilsner. All right. Uh, that's the one I'm most excited about. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this sounds, judging from what you were talking about earlier, it sounds uh, a little more up your alley. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll find out here in a moment. And I appreciate your honesty so far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like both of these. What? I like the first one better than the second, but I still like both of them. Right, and this is the whole point of Micro Brewhaha, is that like we're just two guys drinking. And like is this is what we think what? about, this is the whole point of 
micro brew ha ha is it's just two guys drinking and this is our opinion on it and call up 888-520-4374 or tweet at squawkcast with your opinion and let us know what you think of the beer because everybody this that's what delicious. that's what's great about a place like carl strauss you guys how many beers do you, when, when we were over at the restaurant you're like i'm really sorry we only have like 10 beers yeah right now mm-hmm. uh like, at one point about up until a week ago we were serving I'm starting to get the hiccups. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 12, 12 beers. Uh, most of our locations pretty much always have 10 on. But we have a we all have uh, breweries on site. But uh, our brewer Derek, I can never say his last name right. Galanopsis. It's mm-hmm. not right at all. Uh, but anyway, we have two beer bright tanks, two storage tanks that we serve straight from. We also have another beer in fermentation right now, and we were able to serve from those beer bright tanks up until yesterday. We discovered some. Uh, some plumbing issues, so we had to turn them off, but we're still serving 10. Um, So anyway, sometimes we have uh, nine beers listed on the menu plus a 10th tap, which would be um, a specialty beer to be determined. And so with our anniversary, we had that 10th tap um, going on as well as a couple of Beer Bright tanks pouring a pale ale and a double India pale ale. So uh, being that those beers are brewed on-site and served on-site, they weren't necessarily like filtered or you know processed like a lot of beers in the main brewery so we mm-hmm. never label those beers as like um like you know any of our coastal reserve beers or especially beers since they're poured straight from the brewery they're just like you know carl's draft city walk double ipa or carl's draft city walk pale ale but they're pretty much the same stuff and they they're always as fresh as can be and wow just delicious well if you have gotten thirsty listening to this mm-hmm. after the show today at eight o'clock we're going to be headed over to carl strauss right, right across the way you guys are how late are you guys open tonight Tonight, we're open until 9. Till 9. So it'll be a nice hour, nice solid hour. Grab, mm-hmm. grab a pint with us. We'll just uh, be hanging out after the Squawk Cast. Thank you so much to Kevin for coming on the show. Cheers. Thank Gross. you so much to Carl Strauss for all this amazing you know, Real quick, what did you think beverage. of this last one? This last one is right up my alley. Um, Kevin, can I see I'm the bottle of this? Yeah. What is this called again? This, this is, is the, the Whistler, uh, Whistler Imperial Pilsner. Eric, can you want to see the bottle? Yeah, I just oh, want you to want to hold it. it. I just want to. Okay, thank you. Wait, you this has been Micro Brewer. <laughs> I think we found Eric's favorite. This uh, has been Micro Brewer on the Squawcast. We've got I to I want go to remind break. people really quick, Valentine's Day is coming up. Send giant dip strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting in 1999. Visit berries.com and click the microphone and type in the password toad, toad hop. Who are we going to listen to on this break? I don't know. I right. don't have that pulled up yet. Random music selection on the no, break. No, no, no. We're going to be listening to a band that I'm obsessed with right now. Yeah. Called Breathe Carolina. Ooh. They mix heavy hard rock metal and like poppy punk and dance. It's the weirdest thing you've ever heard. So Alrighty. stick around for the weirdest conglomeration of music you've ever heard. All right, this is the Squadcast on the Toad Hop Network. We'll be back in a minute. Thanks, Kevin. Stick around. Thank Cheers. you, Kevin. Carl Strauss.
to the Squadcast. Squadcast on the Toad Hop Network. Coming to you from the Toad Hop Network at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater in Los Angeles, California. It's the Squadcast with Brendan and Eric. On tonight's show, the Tweet of the Week, Micro Brouhaha with Carl Strauss, and Fantasy Bromance. It's the mediocre podcast based on an underwhelming comedy series. And now, here's the squatters of Universal City Walk, Brendan Bradley, and Eric Scott Smith. Thank you so much, Morgan Freeman, and thank you so much to Kevin of Carl Strauss. Mm-hmm. A little brewery across the street from us, or across the walk. From I am us. already feeling pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah, especially this twenty-third anniversary, old uh-huh. ale. Woo! Uh-huh. Woo! That's what microbrewery is all about. Seriously, ain't nothing micro about this. So, uh, right across is on Universal City Walk. Right. Literally, you can see it from yeah. the Toad Hop Network. Going to go have a pint, eh? Absolutely. We're going to all go across the street. So, if you're listening to this live right now. Get in the car. Come to Universal City Walk. Come join us for a pint at uh, Carl Strauss. Maybe we can show. convince a couple of the the big wigs around here to Ooh, go over there too. Maybe, maybe you mm-hmm. may have heard of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, apparently, one of them's related to Carl Strauss. I know. That's incredible. Uh, I really hope that somewhere in that genealogy, the Kramers are related. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be what pretty better cool. fit? It would explain. I mean, they both have booze in their blood. Yeah. Well, at all <laughs> times. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, well, there's a uh, there's a little game we didn't play earlier. Yeah, that I was I was anticipating. Well, we're playing a game. Uh, yeah, we're gonna play a little game. Um, you know, I like I'm always fascinated by what is in my Google search browser mm-hmm. because it's just interesting what I look up in a given period of time. Right. Um, and so I, I was curious, what is in your when you go to your phone, you click on whatever the web application you use is when you click on the search thing and it stores all your recent searches mm-hmm. what have you recently been looking at all right so i'll go to my new because i got some crazy stuff in here all right will you start all right well like i'm gonna start with uh square betting which i'm guessing is coming from uh the big game toad hop party where we talked about betting on squares oh betting betting okay. yes okay um I've, I've got the longhorns rivals because i was looking that up uh, last week when we were we had Texas. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. on that's Texas actually one on of my show. Texas jokes. Oh yeah, you so, looking up Texas jokes? Yeah. And then I've got um, what is the fear of snakes called? What? Why would you need to know? I that? have no idea why I googled what is the fear of snakes. Wow. But it's ophidiophobia. Uh huh. You'll be happy to know. Okay. Thank you. But yeah, apparently, I, at some point in time, and that's what I love. Like casually, just throughout the day, I will Google things just that come to my mind, and apparently. That was one of them. Wow. United you, States map? You uh, that's you googled that? I googled that. I you, just wanted I wanted to look at a, a map of the United States. You didn't know where everything was already? Well, I I, I think I knew where things was. I think I was seeing where something was hmm. in relation. I, I have no idea why I I googled these things. Weird. Yeah. What is the origin of clowns? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the origin what of clowns? What is the origin of clowns? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I've got a bunch on my, uh, somewhere. What do you got oh, going they, on? They went away. How oh. do you find them again? Oh, yours erased? Yeah, they oh, went well, away. That, that doesn't make the game very fun. Oh. Well, if, if you look at your phone mm-hmm. and you have something weird that you've recently Googled, 
Call us up, 888 or tweet us using at SquatCast. I have Texas jokes. Oh, you got Texas got jokes. Got that. I have uh, Our Name is Fun. Our Name is Fun? Yeah, there's a band called Fun that I've been obsessed with for a couple of years now. I mm. even post about them on my Facebook. People get mad at me because I love the band Fun. Wow. And they've got a new song and they're getting really big and now I'm getting kind of mad because everybody knows who they are. Oh, and so you were... liked them before they were big. Yeah, before they were big and now I'm starting to get angry. So our name is Fun. For some reason, in my Google search is the phrase friendship problems. What? Yeah, I don't know. You friendship problems? It says friendship problems. Why did you Google that? I don't know. Are you having friendship as problems? As far as I know, my friendships are all going swimmingly. Are you sure? I, I, I Googled friendship problems. Okay. And what comes up when you Google friendship problems? Uh, you want me to click it? All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to. All right. While you're doing that, we have Gary on the line who has a Google search for us. What's going on, Gary? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, buddy. Anyway, we miss you at the, the live after hours, Ben. I had like a roll of five dollars in my pocket. The the live after? Oh, that's because I couldn't get in. The event was so popular and sold out, and apparently there wasn't a, a list, so I couldn't get into Universal, and then I couldn't get into the theater. That is insanity. I was outside. For, I was outside for forty five minutes. That's how popular the event was. That's insanity. All right, so I'm calling because I actually have a random Google list on my phone. All right, go for it. All right, so the first one, and this was inspired by, I think, some previous, I think it was the HF show, maybe, uh, the uh, Death Clock site. The what? You search, you know, the, those when are you going to die sites. Oh. Oh, there are sites that tell you when you're going to die? Yeah, it's the number four. When you type in the word death, it's the number four autocorrect. It's deathclock.com. Yeah. Oh, we got to check this out, and it tells us when we're going to die. Like yeah, specifically, you put in, like, your, your height, your age. Your, if you smoke, you don't smoke. You basically journal mm. life living, and then it tells you when you're going to die. Wow, mode. What am I pessimistic? That's crazy. Am I pessimistic? All right, so or so, optimistic, so that's Brandon? your number one search. That's the number one search. Yeah. Wow, you're pessimistic. I am. Yeah. Come on. I, I was stoked. I, apparently, I'm living to like 80 years old, so I was content with what I got. All right, my death clock says. That I have eight hundred twenty-one thousand eight hundred forty-three seconds to live. <laughs> wow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Kind of, I'm gonna die in. Well, the, now here's a question I have: twenty-six years. Twenty-six years is when you're gonna die. Yeah. Wow. That's not very good. I have. Uh, I'm gonna die on Friday, April twenty-fourth, two thousand and eighty-two. What? I'm gonna die in twenty thirty-eight. <laughs> 2082 is when I'm going to live. Oh, but I clicked again and I gained two years. <laughs> oh, I'm going to die in 2040. Oh, so it changes? Hold on. Let's see what it tells me. 2082. Click this. I just lost two years! <laughs> <laughs> if we keep clicking, maybe we'll, we'll meet in the maybe middle. we'll meet in the middle? No, I lost eight now. I'm going to die in 2032. I lost another year. <laughs> I lose another year every time I search. Oh, this is. I don't know that I like this. Yeah, I don't either. This Gary, is... why have you introduced this to us? I don't want to know when I'm going to die. Because <laughs> you... I was curious. Like, apparently... God, I just lost a lot of years. If, if Eric keeps clicking, he's going to click himself immortal, and you're going to click until you're dead in the next two seconds. Oh, you know what? I didn't click my height. What? Okay, here we go. This Where's is the height? Yeah, it's height and weight. I don't see that. I see BMI. Not height and weight. Oh, it, oh, they get you to check your BMI first. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. 
Gotcha. Oh, see, I'm in much better shape now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Uh, I mean, you guys have met me. I was at the, the Huntington event. I had the, the Green Bay uh, jacket. I'm six foot two. I'm two fifty. You know, I'm in good shape, but I smoke and I drink like I have no common sense. And I'm living to eighty, apparently. Wow. So, so Gary, are you going to try to kick the smoking thing? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to kick it now. I'm slowly dialing it back, but just like any other drug, it's it's hard to get over. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, I've actually I've got a study a study here. That was done this week, uh, and it was uh, announced in the Globe and Mail, which I guess is from Canada. But apparently, studies show that Twitter is as addictive as cigarettes. Wow. insanity. That can't be true. Using social media is harder to resist than picking up a cigarette and smoking it, a new study finds. And what age group? Because, I mean, you could find a 50-year-old, and they would disagree. Well, I mean, this is a story. Apparently, this was released in The Guardian. The people in the study were between 18 and 85 and they were pulled via BlackBerry smartphones seven times a day for a week for 14 hours. I guess I, I guess I kind of believe that with the World of Warcraft generation, those guys play themselves to death. Yeah, but isn't that crazy that now, like, a new addiction has been born out of social media? Well, see, think of it this way. At least now I'm addicted to your guys' show, and laughter helps to boost your immune system, so I'm hey, going to live longer. Hey, look, that's a good way of looking at it, Gary. I mean, I was about to ask, do you think it is worse or better to be addicted to the internet and social media and mobile stuff than uh, drugs or cigarettes? Uh, actually, I think it's worse to be addicted to social media in whatever form because it pulls you out of reality. At least when I'm smoking, I'm outside in society being an addict within my drug, but at least I'm outside. Yeah, but you're killing all of them. Well, yeah, but the second you step out your door, you wave your rights to clean, fresh air. I'm sorry you step into my cloud. But what? Oh, what? The second you step I'm outside. I'm sorry you stepped into my cloud? Oh. The second you step outside your front door into a public society, you accept the, the environment that is it is. No, I don't think I've ever signed that waiver. <laughs> oh, no. No, I've never been like, I'm going outside, <laughs> therefore I automatically release you from any responsibility for the death that you're imposing on me. Well, well, let me ask you this. You guys have been to Vegas. You went to Vegas recently. Did you ask every smoker you saw to put out their cigarette? No, but I've I've asked to move before. To not well, be- yeah, but even still, you went to Vegas knowing people smoked, so you accepted it, and you walked out your door, you accepted the society as it were. Mm, I, I think, I personally believe that that's a stretch. Uh, it is a little bit of a stretch, that, I mean, and I think I pulled a hammy trying to do that one, but yeah. <laughs> it is true. So, so you you think that just by stepping outdoors into society, into by the way, public space, not space. Like if I go to your house and you're a smoker, yeah, I accept you're a smoker. I'm not. I'm I'm going into your territory, <laughs> but I'm going into the public world. This is everyone's space. It's community space, right. and I'm supposed to accept that, like because you made bad decisions, I also have to die. <laughs> No, you don't have to accept to die. You can accept to move out of my space. Or you oh, can oh so I can space. I can accept Plus, to move out of the public space? Smoking. I don't think but we're going to resolve no, this. No, I don't think we are. No, but I think I, it's an interesting a... debate. I think it's really fascinating. Call us up, 888-520-4374, or tweet at Squatcast. What do you think? Like, do smokers get to dictate, hey, if you don't like it, go back inside? Or <laughs> or should or, or is it good that there's res- there's restrictions? Well, I'll just think of it this way. We give you planes, we give you restaurants, we give you other, pretty much every. Wait, wait, place. we as in smokers? Yes. We used to be able to smoke on planes and restaurants. I see what he's saying, but okay. at the same time, I like, 
I like that there are designated smoking areas now. Right. If I right. go to Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, you can't smoke on the promenade now, but you can smoke on the side streets. So I'm, right. I, I, I'm fine with that. But there is no rule that says as soon as I walk out of my door, then you can walk up and blow smoke in my face and go, ha, 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 you can't <laughs> do anything about it, and run off. Right. No, there's there's no rule that says I can go up and do it. It's kind of gauche and unmannerly to do so. But if you happen to be walking down the street and I'm smoking, you you understand the fact that I'm walking down the street just as equal as you are, and I can smoke wherever I want. Well, thanks for calling in, Gary. It was it's a great this is a great argument. Hey, you guys keep kicking ass. I'm gonna keep listening. All right, buddy. Have a good one. All right, bye. Kicking uh, ass, I like kicking ass and taking names. Manly. We got a uh, we got a lot of folks on Twitter uh, giving us some Google searches, which I like. On my phone, I searched Winnie the Pooh quotes. I wanted to find out. I, I wanted to find that live a hundred years without you quote. I don't know what that is. Live a hundred years. Uh, yeah, live a hundred years yeah. without you. Sorry, and that's Donnie Sato. Are you um, drunk on this, Carl Strauss? Probably. Uh, James wrote in that he recently Googled tree that smells like cum. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had those at the old studio. Yeah? Yeah, over at uh, Frank's house. Oh, there. the trees smelled like jizz? Yeah, and they had me eat some of it. Oh. Yeah. They, they had you eat tree jizz? Yeah. Wow. tree jizz. Just another day at the Toad Hop Network. I have another topic that I would like people to call in about. Okay, can I, can I just real quick get to... No, you can't. Okay. Go on. No. Uh, no, go on. Well, I was just going to say that Ben was was here saying, I Googled for some reason what in the song from Great Moments with Lincoln at Disneyland. I think I was high. Wow. That was you would thing. have to be. Yeah. Isn't Lincoln a robot there? Yeah. <laughs> Donnie wrote that smokers suck. They're the reason I've underdeveloped lungs since the age of eight. Wow. But yeah. a girl, but a girl with a cig is kind of hot. She says. My mom's got the the old asthma because her folks. Uh, the old grew, asthma. Yeah, you got the old asthma. Yeah. So call up about the smokers. We're not yeah. done talking about this. No, this absolutely. is a heated debate. We got Mario on the line. Oh, there here he is. Who wants to talk about the smoking debate? What's going on, Mario? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Love the show. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, I think once you're outside and you're smoking, I don't think that's a big deal because hey, we got all these pollutants out there in the air, all the fineries and whatnot, depending if you live near Long Beach, but you're already getting some bad smells. Right. So yeah, a little cigarette smoke's not going to kill you. All right, all right. I mean, studies might suggest differently, but yeah. It does, but hey, you're also supporting the economy by buying cigarettes. Oh, okay. Um, you're supporting the economy. Yeah, by, and it, I do come from North Carolina, which is a yeah, state which on. main should, crop is it, tobacco. You should be throwing cigarettes out. <laughs> Just Being buying North them and Carolina. throwing them away. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, that used to be my defense. Nice. Well, thanks so much, Mario. All right. See you guys. Awesome. Real and, quick before I tell you what we want to, what what else I want people to call up about. Right. But uh, another thing that's not going to kill you is Sherry's berries. Oh my God! They're going to make your life wonderful. They, they are probably. I would say if you got a girl or a guy out there that you love. They're gonna get you laid. Oh, I no doubt. You want to go on record? Saying I will that? go on record saying that, and I'm gonna say this: if they don't get you laid, you'll have an orgasm in your mouth. Mm -hmm. uh, Sherry's berries are absolutely incredible. Just chocolate dipped strawberries, multiple types. They come in a beautiful box. It's all frozen. It's ready to go for you. And right now, what's fantastic mm -hmm. is that Toad Hop is hooking you up with what is it? Twenty percent off. Uh no, that's forty percent off. Forty nice percent off. Yeah, if you use the co the code Toad Hop by clicking the radio at the top of their website, Sherry'sBerries dot com. Yeah, it's a little microphone up in the top right hand corner. Uh, click that. Type in the Toad Hop code. Um, you can get 
all sorts of different uh, giant freshly dipped strawberries. Uh, they're enormous. They're fresh. They're juicy. They're dipped in uh, white chocolate, milk chocolate, and dark chocolate. They've got all sorts of uh, chocolate chips, swizzle, nuts. Swizzle. You still have time. you got six days until Valentine's. Yeah, come on. Um, I mean, this also, is also, the- Toad Hop listeners... Double your order for ten bucks. Double the order for ten dollars. Oh, I'm doing that right now. Sounds like you've never heard that deal before. No, in your I life. actually haven't heard that deal before, and I'm going to do it right now. All right. Here's the thing. Look, you're going to get something for Valentine's Day. Like me and the girl were talking just last night. What do you want for Valentine's Day? I don't know, but like, we should we do something? Like we're trying to work it out, but like, come on, like these things are delicious. Let me. It's she's like actually flowers. here. Can I get a thumbs up if you'd be satisfied with Sherry's beer? Look at that. Oh, that's an thumbs enthusiastic up. thumbs up right there. Um, God, look at the website. You can't not be hungry. I know. Here Call about, eight, right 866-FRUIT-02. you got to spell it out. Fruit, then spell out zero, and then the number two. Or even better, vi- visit berries.com. Spell out the word berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the top right-hand corner. Type in Toad Hop. You have to see these enormous berries for yourself. Go to berries.com. Click on the microphone. Toad Hop. It expires midnight this Friday. Midnight this Friday. If you want to get it by Valentine's Day. Three days. It doesn't. If you want them any time of the year, you can still type in Toad Hop. Oh, that's good always. Yes, but the thing is, to get it by Valentine's, Valentine's you're going to have to type that in uh, by Friday. God. Oh, they have cheesecake. Oh, they have more than just oh, berries. Oh, I wonder what man. that's like. They have berries. They've they have. All that's the also on discount. Oh, I'm I'm going to spend more time on this because the thing about flowers is, to be perfectly honest, like it's flowers are are always that traditional sense. Like you you got to do it. You know, you got to get flowers. But to then give something you can sit there and eat and feed each other. Well, here's the thing about the berries. They're they're great chocolate. not just for somebody you love, yeah. but they're great for uh, somebody you love in a different way. Yeah. My mom goes nuts for the Sherry's oh, berries. I didn't even thought about that. That's and a then great it gift look, for my mom. It looks like you did a lot of work. Yeah. And you cuz they're so like beautifully done yeah. and everything. Oh yeah. That's great. That's great. You get to take all the credit. So speaking of uh, falling in love, uh-huh. I have another topic and if you don't mind, I'm going to plow right through the commercial break. Oh, do it. Yeah, Can we do that. Let's forget the commercial. All right. We're going to forget the the song. I was going to listen to Ben Queller if you haven't heard the song Mean to Me by Ben Queller. I want you to go listen to that song because Ben Queller is incredible talent. We'll do it on the show next week. All right. Ben Queller coming up next week. All right. But for right now, I want to get into this topic because you got me talking about this chick who needs a roommate. Right. The earlier in the show. Yeah. And she's a, she's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. She needs a place to live. But she's she's not a lesbian and I don't want to She's a straight girl. With, yeah. And, and you have problems with living with a girl. I just don't want to live with a straight single girl and deal with the drama. Right. I, and That's what we were talking about. I, and I respect your decision. I think you're uh, you're completely wrong and an idiot. <laughs> but I, I respect your decision. But All the right. same girl came over the house the other night, right? right. It was a it was a group of friends of a, and we st- all started uh, drinking some wine. We had a wine night. I had a buddy over. Mm-hmm. Now you know this buddy. He's a very tall gentleman. Right. If you know who I'm talking about, I do. I think very I do. very sweet natured. Yes. Just a boyfriend. I mean, oh yeah, the he classic would, boyfriend. He would kind be the guy. best boyfriend. Right. 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 Okay. So we know who we're talking about. Yes. Everyone listening, you know a guy just like this. He's pretty much me. Just just. Just tall, <laughs> just huge and good looking. Yes. But he, but he is faithful. He's loving. He stands by his women. He he never sleeps around. Right. Uh, you know, sex to him means something. Right. And so, I was trying to hook the two of them up because oh, she's a very pretty girl. Okay. And she just moved back she, into town. Okay. And she's looking for a man. Well, well, she's looking for a man. Then He's why the not right a kind of man? Tall, strapping boyfriend right, type. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So. 
Then I get into a conversation about um, my old roommate, who is a musician. Mm -hmm. He's a womanizer. He regularly engaged in threesomes. And uh, he he has no... Com- he, 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 I, I think not, I know. Uh, I think I know who we're talking about. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, it's not. He doesn't just have a fear of commitment. He has a loathing of commitment. Right. He has no chance of committing. Right. There's something in his brain that won't allow him to. So, based on description of this guy alone, she chose him without ever meeting him. Right. Over the tall, good-looking boyfriend type, and it, it, ever since that happened, I've been meaning to talk to you about that and why that is. What do you mean? What? Why women want the the bad boy instead yes. of the boyfriend? Yes, this guy this is the, regularly the engages in threesomes of all time. Well, sure, but I when I see it for myself, it's a different situation because in my life, I'm the boyfriend type, but I've gotten the girl. So, and, and at times, I have played the jerk. I've played the asshole guy, right? But and I've gotten the girl that way too, exactly, because that works. But I don't a lot understand. I don't understand why she wouldn't. I mean, I just felt awful for my friend. He and, and he is the perfect boyfriend. Right, right. Why can't he get the hot girl once in a while? I, I, I honestly, and this is, I think, just the way life is. That there's something to there's something to the conquest mm-hmm. that girls want to win over that guy. Yeah, they want to tame the bad boy. They want to tame the beast. But also, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, because I am the classic serial monogamist. You know, yes, I am the course. boyfriend kind of guy. You've gone from b- girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend to boyfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend. <laughs> to girlfriend. We don't talk about that one in the middle. Then. Thanks. Thanks. No, like, but the idea here is I think that especially when I was in like high school, mm-hmm. you know, or like early college, the thing is, I think that girls think the boyfriend guy will always be there. Like, what do you oh, mean? he's looking for something serious. I'm like, he'll be there once I've had fun. I'm going to have fun, and then, oh, he'll always be – he'll be safe. He's like that pocket ace. He's that backup plan. He's plan B. He's reliable. But the fact is that if a woman is smart, he's not always going to be there. Someone's going to scoop that – someone, as uh, Jason Bateman would say, is going to lock that shit down. Right. But that's the thing is women don't think about that. So you're saying she can have her cake and eat it, too. That's what all women want. Women want the cake and want to eat it, too. And they can when they've got the the boyfriend type waiting in the wings. Yes, if you have somebody sitting there waiting in the wings, you can absolutely, if if you can get him to wait for you, then it'll happen. This is BS. Because I am the nice guy. I'm the quintessential nice guy. Right. And and I never get the girl. And I see the phone lines are blowing up. I'm sure people. Want they to are, talk but then people this. keep dropping off. So. All right, so we got nobody. I think they're nervous to talk about it. We've got a few folks on the line, but I don't have names, so I'm just going to go. This is the squawk. Uh, this is the squawkcast. What's going on? Mm. Who's there? Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, wh- hello. Hey, how you doing? You're on I'm air. Good. How are you? Good. Um, I don't. What is this? Well, we're talking about whether girls prefer the bad boy or the boyfriend type. Oh, um... What do chicks prefer? Uh, I think the bad boy. They want the bad boy? Why is that? That's what we're talking about. Um, I don't know. Some girls like, you know, all the tattoos, the bike, you know, some... Uh, know. But listen, man, I got I got the tattoos, and but really? I, I still can't land a chick to save my life. Not that I need a chick. I've got a girlfriend. But when I am single, the tattoos don't do anything for me. It's an attitude thing. 
then maybe you should try the nice boy. Try, uh, but but that doesn't work, right? What well, what do you think you are? Do you play the like when you're like meeting a girl for the first time? Do you play the like asshole or do you play the good guy? Oh, I play the guy, you know, kind of full of himself, but also nice. Not, oh. you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you you put on a little bit of that arrogance to bring her in, but like you yeah. still let her know that she's not going to get screwed. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a girlfriend yeah. now? Uh, no, not now. Oh, oh wow, that's what's your name, buddy? Your tone and temper uh, of your voice. Kyle, awesome yeah. man. So so mm-hmm. you do you do you think that that if that if that's your strategy, do you have buddies that like you're like oh that guy's always a dick, but he always lands a girl, or that guy is like the nicest guy in the world, but you know, and he's got the like perfect girlfriend. Do you have any well, of those friends? Uh, a few, but it kind of switches depending on what the girl is. You have to kind of figure out what you like, you know. Uh, okay, so, so so you think you think once you figure out what you want, you can go get it. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right, cool, man. Yep. Well, thanks for calling yeah. in. Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna go in on a limb and guess that that was a call for Nick Ritchie Radio, yeah. which is coming up here in a few minutes. That's gonna be in 27 minutes. Yeah. I'm looking at the Dirty.com, which we're on right now. Oh wow, Nick Ritchie. If if you look to you look that way, and I'll, I'll look, look this, this way. way. He's right here. Oh hey Nick. Hey Nick. How you doing? Hey What's Nick. Up, buddy? Looking good, yeah, man. Yeah, good, bud. Oh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna gentleman. pick. I'm gonna pick your nose. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna pick your nose. So there he is. All right. So uh, we're on thedirty.com right now, streaming live. Nice. Give us a call, 888-520-4374. We're talking about why chicks dig the bad boys as opposed to the quintessential good boyfriend. Yeah, what's up with that? What's the deal? And which way should you play? Should you show her kind of a bad boy's side and then bring out the the good guy? Or should you paint yourself as the guy that will be there to pick her up when she falls? Mm. What Mm. do you do? What do you do? So... We got any more calls? We got some calls on the line. Let's see. Uh, this is the Squatcast. What's going on? And he's not there. This All is right. what people are doing. We got Liquid on the line, but it's not letting me uh, mm-hmm. change it over. So, uh, and he hung up. I, and I, I, there goes. I think I think what we've learned about this is that yeah. people don't people call for Nick Ritchie and then they're like, "Oh, this is something different. I don't know what to do." Yeah, yeah, it's and better. It's like, guys, this is talk radio. You just get to talk. Yeah, you're talk call, to us. You're calling to give your opinion. Just give your effing opinion. I mean, it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what do you think, man? I mean, like, I think that you gotta. I think that girls like that bad boy element, um, even if it's not a total. What's interesting is. When I was in Vegas mm-hmm. doing a project, when I met my girl. When I was in Vegas. I'm not trying to be a douche a about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. When I met my girl, I was doing a show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I actually told myself before I left for Vegas, you know what? Everything that happens while I'm in Vegas, I'm when I get presented with an opportunity, I'm going to answer it. What would, and it's the exact same guy that you're saying this girl no. wants to go. What would he do? Oh, come on. I was literally like, what would he do? You acted like my roommate? I didn't act like him. I just was like, when I'm presented with opportunities, I'm going to say, what would that guy do? Okay, so if she said, hey, want to go to Bible study with me? Well, then I would have considered that. But instead, I'm (laughs) hanging out in a hot tub, and this gorgeous redhead comes up to me and goes, hey, I'm thinking about going down on the strip and getting drinks. Oh, when you said going down on, I was very... (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm thinking about going out on the strip. I like this girl. Who Who wants to come with me? I was like... I will, because everyone else is like, no, I'm going to stay in, or whatever. So that was out of your comfort zone. That was It was a little out of my comfort zone. It was like, oh, I'm going to go out, and I'm just going to drink with this girl I don't even know. And I went on the town, and I totally played it as, I'm the guy that's just here to have fun, here to have a good time, what's up? Mm-hmm. And I think by not having that kind of normal, 
oh my god, I really like her. I don't want to mess it up. I'm going to be totally nice and nervous. And ah, I think by not having that, I came across more confident, mm-hmm. which made me more sexy, which I think facilitated us being able to have a good time in Vegas and then start a real deal thing. I so. guess, but there, here's on the shout outs, they're having a conversation about this. And, right. and sort of the overall sentiment is that nice guys are doormats. They don't stand up for themselves. And right. Girls want somebody well, who can be strong and confident. All right, well, we got Walter on the line, and maybe he's got something to say on it. What's going on, Walter? Are you there? Hey, Walter. Speak with your mouth. Words come out. Tell your brain to tell your lips to. <laughs> Walter, are you there? Convey a message through Hello. language. Walter. Uh, I mean, he's here, but I mean, it's just nothing's happening on the phone. So I don't know if his oh, connection's well. bad. Or See what's you, Walter. Going on. All right. Uh, now here's Walter. Let's go. Hello. Oh wow, this is going awesome. Walter, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, there he is. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, buddy? Doing good, Brendan. I think you hit it. Um, you hit it right on the head with the on with the hammer, the nail on the head with the hammer, whatever that quote is. Yeah, um, mm, nailed it. <laughs> about um, how women come think on they can nobody have got that joke nailed it come on yeah so you and um because I was in that spot for like two years and uh, I was always there waiting you know right and right. It, it wasn't until her best friend called me and said hey man she's just messing with you you got to move on because she's playing with you oh yeah but the the thing is that you're all these people are talking about doormats and you can be the quintessential boyfriend and still stand up for yourself. No, I don't think you can though. I think girls like to have that guy so a lot of girls, not every girl, but a lot of girls I think like to have that guy that's in the back pocket. They know he's there in the background. They know he'll always be there to make her feel important and good. And I think that's exactly what Walter's talking about. Yeah, it dude exactly. Like it's I thought she loved me. I thought she cared. And, like, cause she would tell me that. And her friend eventually said, hey, you know what? She tells you that, but she goes out with other guys. Right. And she does this and that. And I'm like, dude. So she's just basically saying what Brendan said, playing it safe, making sure that she's going to be there. Right, right. Well, thanks a bunch. <laughs> thanks a bunch, Walter. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, have a good one. No, I total, I can, I can get behind that. Because, honestly, like, there was a girl in college that literally I remember her asking me. She was like, oh... She's like, so you're like, you're like the girlfriend kind of guy. Like, you don't, you would. But never. there's nothing wrong no, no, with no, that, no, no. Brendan Bradley. No, no, I know that, but she was like, you would never do like a one night stand or anything like that. And I was like, I mean, that's not really my. I was like, no, I mean, I, I, that's not really my thing or whatever. And I said that to her, and literally, she never spoke to me again, no. and and screwed my my friend See? a week later. What is that? Because he did have that bad boy thing going on. Listen, ladies, so I think that's I'll the thing. I, th- I think you. that's what they got going. on. I will on. treat you well. And I'll be loyal to but, a fault, right? But, but I will also stand up to you, right? But I know that you'll be there forever. So meanwhile, I'm gonna go have fun with this guy. Let's see who's on the line uh, here. This is the Squadcast. What's going on? Hey, it's Gary going back again. Hey, what's I'm up, Gary? So I've got an interesting uh, uh, kind of analysis of what's going on. So, like Eric said, I don't think of it as a doormat. You're the doormat to them selling at at home. That's why they never settle down. Just like guys go out and sell soil their wild oats. Mm-hmm. Girls have to go out and do the exact same thing, but they call it finding the bad boy. So they go for the bad boy because they got to get it out of their system. Right. If they don't, they'll regret a whole lot a lot later in life. Right. 
But when they do it, they're called sluts, so they can't call it that, so they go after the bad uh, boys so, so you, they can kind of get away with so it. So you think because society defines a difference between a guy who sleeps around and a girl who sleeps around, they've just got to find a different strategy. That's right. they got to play the different right. they got to play a different game. So think, think of it this way. is All the girls, uh, if you're a, a lioness pack, all the girls do the hunting. You don't go after the weak gazelle that you know you will feast on and feast on for a while. You go after the one you can't catch. So you can be the quote-unquote quintessential hunter of the pride, and then you can go get the king lion, which is the doormat, which is, no offense, Eric, but it is you. You are the quintessential No, I am not. How am I a doormat? You are a doormat because when they found you, they found home. So how is that a doormat? It's not a. You're, it, you're saying just like because a doormat, that's a clever no, metaphor doesn't make that true. But you're acting like it's a bad thing to be the doormat. Ultimately, thing, all women do want that, <laughs> but there's just a period of time where they're gonna also want something else. I don't like any of you. All you're right. saying that my women get to step all over me and wipe their f- muddy feet on me. Okay. No, they're, they're stepping into you so they can be a part of you. Ew. Ooh. Wow, Carrie, that was profound. Well, as long <laughs> as you. as mm. long as my girl will let a couple of her other friends step on me. Oh, no. <laughs> just, just, just like you let her decorate your apartment, she found your doorman and said, this is where I want to live. <sighs> wow. Well, thank you so much, Gary. That's a, it's a good perspective on it. This is upsetting me. I'm going to become a bad boy. Have a good one, buddy. <laughs> Later, guys. Uh, we got someone else on the line. This is the Squadcast. What's going on? Hello? Hello? Hey, how you doing? Is this Tiana? Yes, it is. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So we've not heard from a woman yet. We're we're dealing with why women want the bad boy versus well, evidently the boyfriend. Evidently, we've sort of heard from a woman because that's what everybody's saying about me. Right. But go on. Okay. So what what's the question? Why are well, so? What's the deal? Which do you want to go for the bad boy or do you want to go for the boyfriend, the boyfriend guy? I used to love bad boys. I used to love them until until you're in a relationship with one. They're not relationship material because mm. once you get into a relationship with one and then you get treated the way a bad boy treats his woman, it just it doesn't feel good. So I think after you get out of that stage, you, you want the nice guy. Gotcha. So what was it about the bad boys up until you were in a relationship with one that was the attractive? Because you probably had guys that were lined up that were nice guys the whole time well you we just don't know about that what, what do you what do you look like <laughs> i am um five two mm-hmm. i am greek i have green eyes i have black hair how much, you are do, you weigh? Great. How much do you weigh 125 uh and and boobies mm, size c I, you're talking. You're talking Eric's language here. Okay, but, go on. But so the <laughs> so the idea is that you were all about the you were all about the bad boys. Yeah. And wh- I was. Why was that? Why was that, Tiana? Um, because they, I don't know. They get they. It's just like a hard to get thing, you know. And I think oh. men are the same way. I don't think that they necessarily go for the hose. I don't think that. I think that men like what they can't have and bad boys are usually the ones that give you the run for your money you know now let me ask you another question who's better in bed the nice guy or the bad boy um yeah mm, well (laughs) the bad guy the bad boy Mm -hmm. um a little crazier right but you know the nice guy can always get turned out <laughs> nice guy's all right. You know, I'm going to let you know wow. that the, the nice guy could be crazier if you just let him know what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, I'm sure, but usually with a nice guy, you're, you're shy. You know, you, it, it makes you shy almost to, to, to mess them up. Right, right. Yeah. But but I think if everybody just abandons their shyness and just owns it, and it's mm. like, hey, look, just get on it. Do this. Yeah. A little, yeah. Ins- well, little instruction. Just out of curiosity, what do you like? <laughs> what do I like? What? In bed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's a little confidential. Oh, no, nobody radio. knows. No, confidential. No one listens to this show. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's confidential. Uh, look at her being man, sneaky. Man, man. All right. Oh, my little Greek princess. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for so much for calling up on the show, Tiana. Yep, no problem. Have a good one. You Ugh. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Can I tell you a quick story about a badass? Sure, and then I got Proto on the line. Oh, so Proto. Go. Proto can wait. All right, so go ahead. Tell me the story. I'm just kidding, Proto. Um, what are you doing that, bro, man? What is he doing? Is he, he, he wants to know about the fantasy bromance. Oh, we're getting right to it, right. Proto. But right after this. Right I just got a quick story. because I put him back on hold. I have a badass story. I need to read my badass story. But then he, he wants to do a trade on air. I think that's why he's Oh, excited. okay. I think we got... Uh, yeah, I think I've heard about this trade. Right. And we're going to make we, it on air live. 10 minutes to do it. You hush. I have a story. All right. Tell me the story. It appears that in certain places, a man can be shot for singing a Kenny Chesney song. What? For William Aller Jr., that place is Singletown, California, and the shooter is his 70-year-old father. Basically, I won't read everything I've highlighted, but the dude gets on stage, and he is singing a Kenny Chesney tune. Uh And his father gets so emotionally swept up with the song. And I don't know if it's because he's awful at it or because the song was motivational, but he shot his, uh, his son. Six he times. He shot his own son? Six times. It's not like some random guy at the bar got no. up and shot him. 70-year-old guy shot his son. Holy. And ironically, this was the song he sang. There goes my life. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. That was, that was just inappropriate. Just inappropriate. All right. Kiss it all. Wait, 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 here. There goes my Bang! <laughs> quick, quick note, though, about yeah. country music. This is a real thing. All right. Listen to country music. There's a formula. I'm breaking the code right here on live internet radio. All right. There's a code in, in country music. The first line of the chorus is always the last line of the chorus. Oh, that's so he the goes, rule. There goes my life. It's and then he ends up with, back there to goes it. my life. All right. So that's there how country go. music works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's time, because we only have a limited amount of time. Yep. For the one and only Fantasy Bromance, the National Bromance League, the official game of the Toad Hop Network, invented here on the Squadcast by Brendan and Eric. And we've got big, big news today. We've got Proto on the line to do a trade, I believe, with Bud Knocker if he wants to come on the show. Now, now take a quick moment because we're streaming live right now at thedirty.com. Sorry. And uh, yeah. we we have a bunch of people listening now from the, the their, their dirty army strong, and they don't know National Bromance League. You got to go to nationalbromanceleague.com. This is a game we play. You're going to pick two guys that you believe in, the guys that you think, and they can't be us. And they can't be us, <laughs> obviously, because we're so famous. But I mean, seriously, guys in the major media that you think are going to pull headlines, that are doing some crazy shit in the news and are going to get attention, you score points just like any other fantasy league based on how much they end up in the Los Angeles Times. That's the publication we chose for this round. Los Angeles Times, each week we score. The winner gets a free steak dinner 
for the official National Steak and Blowjob Night, March 14th, 2012. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Sign up NationalBromanceLeague.com. It's a pretty fun game. Now, I'd like to just add, for for no reason whatsoever, there's a comment on TheDirty.com that says, uh, Dear Nick, the two fags on before you fucking suck. So I just want to throw that in there. Thanks for the Nick Ritchie listeners. Dear person with a keyboard, I have a radio show. You don't. Oh! Fuck you. Face scoreboard. Oh, that's Bud Knocker's voice you're hearing right now. That's right. Have a seat, buddy. Plug the, uh, put those old earphones on. You know how this works. And we got Proto online to do the official trade here on the Squadcast. What's going on? Oh, nothing, man. Just what's finished up? our show. Looking All right, Proto. So show. what's the deal? Are you going to trade? Yes, I would like to trade my sports guy, which is Andre Etier, for Bud Knocker's sports guy, which is Blake Griffin. All right. I'm willing to do that. Willing to I'm, do I'm it. I'm willing to do that only because my bromance partner, Ryan Gosling, hasn't won shit yet. No, <laughs> no, because he's been, he has been really not playing the Hollywood game. No. He had three big movies this year, and yes. he has not been showing up to anything. I thought he was a lock. Yeah. I thought he was a lock. Away. So, you know, being the giver that I am... If somebody has a shot for me, you know, helping out, all right, you know, being the low man on the totem pole. So you heard it here. I'm willing to An do this. An official trade, the first official trade in the National Bromance lead between Bud Knocker and Proto. Sweet. Here it is. All I'm, right. I'm willing. I, 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 yes, I say yes to the trade. All right. Well, you wow. guys are being swapped up. We only have a limited amount of time left on the show, so I'm going to go through the scores real fast. Right. Let everybody know what their new scores are this week. Nice. Uh, we have Team Conan Fielder at 20 points. Uh, we have Tiger Timberlake at 58 points. Now what's the website I can follow along? This is NationalBromanceLeague.com. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Some big movement happened with Newt Gingrich. Oh, Newt, yeah. Newt, oh, he's yeah. been all over it. 313 points. Woo! Wow. That's that's what we're looking at wow. here. Wow. Uh, big president of the Toad Hop Network. He was so close to getting National Bromance League royalty. Trump endorsed Romney instead of Santorum. I if he had endorsed Santorum, Frank would have been piling up the points. Whew. Instead, he's only got 124 points this week. Team Griffin Gosling, 75 points. Not See, bad. Not enough. Not though. bad, but not enough. Not enough. So Kobe Boner, 213 points. Roger Jong Il, 56 points. Tebow Dr. Phil, 30 points. Villa Ragosa, we got the mayoral fundraising campaign happening. Mm-hmm. 198 <laughs> points. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, now, are these That's total Johnny Ice. points? These are total points. Okay, up to this week. At. We're on what yep. week are we on? Four, eh? Week four. Okay. We got Team Ron Paul Jay Z mm. happening. Ron Paul. A lot of buzz this week. Yes, yeah. A lot of absolutely. buzz this week. Yep. 260 points. Mm, now, we, can I do a nice. little Jay-Z news? Because you know how yeah, I Yeah, do some I like Jay-Z news do. real fast. Uh, because we revealed the single by uh, by their, oh, yeah. by Beyonce and Jay-Z's child, uh, Blue Ivy Carter. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a little taste. That's right. We dropped that single for the first time. We, 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 we got it here it. first, folks. Right. Here on the Squadcast. Blue Ivy Carter. <laughs> so... I, wow. I, I, speaking of Jay Z, uh, uh, take a listen to this. This one is for the boys with the booming system, top town AC with the coolest system. When they come up in the club, we be right. blazing up. St- Pretty cool, right? Right. Pretty cool Jay Z song. Yeah. Wrong. Not Jay Z. What? That is a chick. 
That is, in my opinion, one of the most talented female rappers. That's Nicki Minaj singing this song. This one is for the boys with the booming system. Top town AC with the coolest system. When it comes and then they read. They when you slow down Nicki Minaj, it. she sounds exactly like Jay Z. Like Jay -Z. Wow. That is crazy. So that video is available on YouTube. That was all over my news feed for some reason. All right, we'll put that at thesquadcast.com so yeah. you can check that out. That's Sounds incredible. exactly like Jay-Z. Incredible. Oh, investigation. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, Nick Ritchie uh, not making news and not scoring points. <laughs> so uh, JV only has three points in the National Bromance League. Wow, I beat somebody. And Nick Ritchie has 18 Wow. Because his team, Bieber Mayweather Jr., is not doing very well. <laughs> then we have the the cha the residing champion so far, Eric Scott Smith. Yeah, that's me. Team Romney Clooney. Yes. You got uh, 130 points this week. Yay. Wow. I don't have a yay sound effect, Bringing so I'll just play this one. Bringing you in 384 points. Woo! Wow. Woo! Run away. But it does the winner, not, right? It Run does away. not beat the commander-in-chief, ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama, Michael Jackson, 176 points, bringing me to 388 points. Wow. I've got to give a shout-out to Fiverr.com for Fiverr Greg, who is tallying these scores every week. Mm -hmm. Thank you for going Very through nice all of job. that. And to Fiverr.com for bringing us our Morgan Freeman entrance. That was nice. That's uh, pretty incredible. That was classy. Pretty incredible. That was classy. Mm -hmm. So that's this week on the National Bromance League. Wow. Stay tuned at NationalBromanceLeague.com. Again, there's still four weeks left to win that free steak for National Steak and Blowjob Night. Mm -hmm. And I want to remind people to go to proflowers.com. Uh, that'll pro probably flowers. also help National Steak and Blowjob Night <laughs> if you get Pro Flowers. We'll do that I'm for thinking. Valentine's Day. I'm right. Thinking. Steak and Blowjob Day is, is 14th of Valentine's March. Day for men, basically. Right. Exactly. Women get their holiday. We want our holiday. Exactly. So that's in March. But focus on your lady. Focus right. on, on that special woman in your life. Get her Pro Flowers, proflowers.com. Type uh, Toad Hop when you click the microphone in the top right-hand corner of the homepage there, T-O-A-D-H-O-P, and you're going to get uh, $19.99 for 100 flowers. Fantastic. 100 flowers guaranteed to stay fresh for uh, nice. an entire And year. they come on Valentine's Day, so you and don't even guarantee. have to worry about the shipping. And you the guarantee. You can pick your date. Right. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, this has been the Squawkast on the Toad Hop Network. Yep. Thanks so much for all the calls. Thanks so much for all the tweets. Next week. I would like to find out if you're okay with this. Right. We haven't discussed this. Okay. I'd like to find out how I could become more like that bad boy that gets all the girls. Oh, yeah. If call people could call and tell you and I how, right. because they know us now, right. what we can do to improve ourselves to become more like the bad boy that like gets the all the chicks. All right, cool. And then I've got a list of desirable women. Oh. But you can't wait for that. Can't wait for the desirable women list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We'll see what's on that. We're it. headed over to Carl Strauss Brewery, who was very generous to us earlier in the show. Good stuff. Um, thanks to Kevin over there for hooking it up. And uh, we're going to go over there now and get tanked. So That's join on us. The Universal City Walk. <laughs> That's right. Here at the Toad Hop Network. Up next, we got Nick Ritchie. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's getting into this week, but it's always something crazy and awesome. So stick around for always that. Good stuff. Yeah. Always an exclusive here on the show. Thanks to Bud Knocker for coming on for the first official Thanks, trade. Thanks Sports Guru, the show before it. ours. Yep. Thanks a lot. And we will see you guys next week here Wednesdays, 6 to 8, only on the Toad Up Network. This is the Squadcast with Brendan and Eric. Nick Ritchie next. It's the Squadcast now. Squadcast. Nick Ritchie Radio at 8. So stick around on the Toad Hop Network. 
If you haven't been listening to Joey Medina, he's like, no, I, I really want to have sex. With, I, I really want to have sex with a midget. And so we start doing it, and the husband is literally in the corner, jerking off, watching this, and I'm doing his wife in front of him. And you're just trying to avoid the facial, right? You're yeah. Like, point the other, point that gun yeah, somewhere like, else. Like she's going in, like <laughs> she's like turning in different directions. I'm like, no, in that direction, I'm looking at him. No, that's not. <laughs> and, but it's like I kind of wanted to look at him because at the same time, I, I want to look at him because like if I smack her ass, I'm like, I look at him like, huh? <laughs> is it okay? Like is this fine? You can fuck her, but don't smack her ass. Have some respect. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't know. There's people like that. Like don't kiss her. That's for that's only for me. Yeah, right. Her lips are for me. Those lips are for you. But what, you know what I mean? Don't lick her pussy. Eat her ass. Yeah, exactly. He's my wife. Be a gentleman. <laughs> Joey Medina. Thursdays at 8 Pacific. Only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.